1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power
2: to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
3: This
4: feels like a professional podcast now, boys. I <laughs> know, it's weird. We're all sitting at a table here. <laughs> hey, uh, you must be coming up on, or your past one year. June. It wasn't till June that you started? Yeah. Well, those first couple of months after.
5: That voice you hear is Chris Latar. Uh, hello,
4: everyone. <laughs> Hello. Spared no expense.
5: When
1: did you start listening, Chris? Are you an OG yeah, youngster? Immediately, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah you guys pretty... have a
1: napkin in here.
5: No, use your sleeves.
1: Are we recording?
5: <laughs> I'm. Re- I'm, re- I'm always recording. Jesus Christ! Mike's got an Italian sub going. This is I, a yeah, Neil yeah, Young thanks, podcast. Chris.
1: We're always <laughs> recording, Shu. Oh, that's right. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> Audio verite. Okay. Audio verite. We got to capture You're the right. moment of the sub. My bad.
5: We're sitting here. We I got a table set up in my room. Finally, mm. Mike's. Loudly crunching the paper, uh, we uh, we have a guest
1: wipe Mike wipe wipes his hands and his mouth with the paper bag like that <laughs> Bill Bur- like that Bill Burr skit. <laughs> what I don't fucking ha- animal. I don't ha- what he, I don't have any use, napkins. Use the fucking bag sleeve. Then use the fucking bag. It's got oil and like vinegar it on it. I'm it stain my shirt. It Scratching anno- his back. Annoys me like how, a fucking bear.
5: <laughs> annoys me how good your Bill Burr
2: is. It like, is a good <laughs> Bill Burr. Jesus, that's awesome. Jesus.
1: So like a fucking animal. You know? <laughs> no. It's unbelievable. No. You can't fucking say anything these days. So we got
5: we got the boys here for Broken uh, Arrow and I brought in a guest. He is one of my God. two Neil Young Gurus, Chris Letart here. Chris actually saw the Broken Arrow Ooh. tour. Yeah. Oh, that is is a that did, jealous. Yeah.
4: I was a youngster. Well <laughs> An I, was actual young, youngster. I was actually <laughs> he was a young youngster. seventeen going on eighteen that summer.
1: So was that ninety six?
4: Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the only memory of that show was, of course, Neil breaking a string on Like a Hurricane and then just going for like 11 more minutes with <laughs> right. one broken string.
1: Yeah. It's the only real memory I have and of it. And that was at Great Woods, you said? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, nice. Which is now what? Like um, the Xfinity Center. Xfinity, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where Luke and I That's saw him. That's where we him, saw him, yeah. With, with Promise of the Real. How many times have you seen him in general? Can you count? Do you know?
4: So that summer, or that summer and the one after, would be that one. Then the Horde Fest. Uh, two thousand was Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young in oh, wow. Boston at the Centrum. Something in between, and then a weird one in Worcester sometime around two thousand eight-ish. Was
2: that uh, with Wilco?
4: Now, I would have remembered because I think that was two thousand seven. I might have got it. Was there that late. the
2: was that the one after Chrome Dreams 2?
4: I believe so. It was a super weird show. And I hate to admit that I actually left early. Really? really? Oh. Yeah. Really? You got to go. I'm sorry. You can't be here. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> hey, I got a good explanation. Okay. And I won't blow it. But uh, it was like the year after I had, I had a big cancer surgery. Oh, like, You know this whole story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, long story short is you get depressed. Yeah. And I'm at my favorite artist show, and it hit me i got to go home now. There's too many people here. This oh, is geez. nuts. Yeah. And I had just taken my mother, and she was ready to go anyway. So we left. But, I mean, it was enjoyable. I just don't remember it, and probably because of my mental state yeah. at the time. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Yeah. Well, we're sorry for shaming you. Why well, don't know. you feel like a dick now, Luke? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, in
4: fact, I'm going to scold Chris for starting the podcast
5: off on such a depressing note. I know, right? <laughs> hey, well, you asked. I'm just kidding. Jeez. I'm honest. I'm just fucking with well, you.
2: Well, we're going to be you. talking about cancer in this episode yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah, so... Um, Way to start it off, Chris. That's Woo! right. Way to
1: set the tone. I will say, Chris. You can also, if you need to, you can crank that puppy up if you
4: yeah, so yeah, you can of get of it right up book. next to it if you want. Yeah. yeah. I was just kind of so I could see my notes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah he took yeah. notes
1: from notes. So did I. Got them all right here, boys. Um, yeah, I got them all in my. Pad of paper that you hate. Yeah,
4: I, got I a, like paper. I got also, you're
1: here. not yellow today, though, Shu. That's I, I, a first. It's know. not. It's not legal. I, I ran out of the. Yes, <laughs> yeah, this is this is the this is the under pad. eighteen. <laughs> right. Pad. <laughs> illegal
2: pad. <laughs>
1: Jesus. <laughs> Wait, shoot, you have some kind of fucked up drink for us to try? Yeah,
2: I don't know. I guess, should we start getting into it first? Because yeah, it's so a shot. All I got to do is pour oh, two liquors a into a shot. Oh, all right, yeah. So And it's sure to be disgusting. Well, before we do that, I got a yeah.
5: Bluetooth. So we're going to try this new Bluetooth setup. I'm hoping it works because we've had okay. problems with the iPad in the past. But let me just try a few uh, things here.
2: Speaking of Bluetooth, thanks to AKG. Okay, you guys can all hear that, right? Yeah, it
5: sounds Unfortunately, good. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> sounds great to me. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's try another one.
2: Oh yeah! The, oh yeah! It. Sounds awesome. Okay. Oh, I got a few new ones. Let's try some new ones. Okay. I'm eating dicks and I'm getting drunk. <laughs> that was a, oh, that was a good night. Let's try one more. I stayed out too late then. I'm gonna put a dick in my. Mouth. I want to. S-
3: <laughs> I'm eating dicks
2: and I'm getting drunk. <laughs> yeah. And with that, I'm gonna put a dick in my. Mouth. I want to. S- yep. <laughs> good times. Nice, Over at the uh, the boat and Drake it.
1: Nice new shoe drops. And with that, let's start oh, our Neil man. Young podcast. Okay. <laughs>
5: Talk out of our
3: ass while going through the works of Mr. Young.
5: You're lucky I can't play two drums. Like you and the
3: Condon
5: boys, Trans and Harvest and Linois, we're gonna
3: sit and listen to each one.
2: Sorry for defiling the world's greatest podcast theme song here on Long May You Young, the only podcast that covers Neil Young's catalog by album by album, episode by episode. Now with new bonus monster episodes, can we talk about the one we
4: just did? Yeah, because it's it. Yeah,
5: it already came out. It came out last week. No. Monster. Yes, it did.
2: No, yes. the the one, one we just recorded.
5: You guys need to remember the timeline of what people are hearing. Oh this. yeah. Oh
2: right. Yes, of course it came out. Luke, <laughs> shut the hell up. Yes, with like monster episodes, like
1: our latest with uh, Astrid Young.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah well, who, she was fantastic. That was awesome. So, the, so we all knew this. Chris doesn't know this. So it's like a weird thing. The youngsters already know. I'm right. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> but, well, they already until, know now. Yeah, yeah they know them. now.
3: Yeah. yeah, they know now. Yeah, yeah. When but he could
1: this. tell some. He could go post on Long May Young and say, "Hey, I know who it is." Yeah, I'm going to go. Isn't tell that weird? You know what you should do.
2: All you the should five s- people I know. You should get some kind of wagering <laughs> going. First, right? Make a little money. Like, like who do you think is going to be on? Some kind
4: of a bracket. Right. It is March Madness, right? That's true. That's right. So you can say,
2: who's going to be on the next Monster episode? Is it going to be, you know, Astrid Young, uh, David Briggs, uh, uh, you know, or um, who else? Ernie Bach. (laughs) Uh,
5: (laughs) Weird Al. Weird Al. No, Weird Ray
1: Yurkovic. (laughs) Weird He was a good
5: sport. Did you see all the back and forth on Facebook? How could it? No, I didn't. I I love that you threw
1: in Briggs.
2: (laughs) Why? Well, Briggs is a big part of this episode.
5: He's trying to segue, Russ. I'm
2: trying to set the tone. Thanks for for ruining my planned fucking itinerary. My
5: favorite thing about Mike wants... When Mike has a sub, he wants to get to that theme song ASAP
4: because then he just goes to town. I know. It's like, hit the theme song.
2: (laughs) This is a great sub. Thank you,
4: Chris. Where's this from? This is Presto Pizza. Uh, Lunenburg. And Lunenburg. Which yeah. is right across from where Whalen Park used to be.
2: Oh, Whalen Park. Right for a whale of a time. Yeah, I've had a whale of a time. Me too. And I, that rickety old wooden roller coaster. Yeah. The, the
4: yeah. Comet. I, yeah. Uh, I worked there. I made fried dough. Did oh. you work there? I got fired. Oh. <laughs> the lady that What'd you was, do to the fried dough? Yeah, the you boss f- thought I was stealing money, which I- Definitely wasn't.
2: Did you take a dump in the fry later? I don't know. What's a confectionary better. sugar on? Guys,
4: uh-huh. you got
1: fried. That was. Oh, there he is. I like it. You're ready to be a dad. Oh. You're ready.
5: Wait, Russ, say it again.
1: No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Oh, you're
1: gonna do a drop. Go ahead. <laughs> I, love
3: that. I, I, I have, forgot about
1: I have that. a little bit of memories from Whalen Park. That place fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah,
2: for people who don't know, that was, there was like a small. Not local amusement park. It wasn't like a big national one, like Six Flags or.
4: What the hell was that? Or the only Dominion. comparison was Canopy Lake, but Canopy's much bigger. Canopy's
2: bigger and and safer.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whalen uh, Park was ten acres, maybe. It wasn't maybe eight. Yeah, when it wasn't it that close? big. What year? A two thousand, maybe two thousand one. Yeah, you well, started before um, I even went into high school. I think it was yeah. closed.
3: Yeah, that but, roller
2: coaster, I really. A couple times, I thought I was going to die. It would make the worst sounds as you were
4: going up. You could hear the wood cracking.
3: Yeah, I believe it. Was,
4: yeah, it was one of the only wooden. Yeah. In the yeah. country, there's,
2: I think there's one left, and it's at uh, it's in Pittsburgh at Kennywood Park, and that's a huge wooden one, which I still wouldn't go on mm. because it's like a hundred years old. Why would you keep that up?
1: Yeah. Didn't the one at well, like go into a tunnel too? Towards, towards the, they towards the, the end, towards they added
4: the end, tunnel, yeah. the black hole. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it's
3: the one edition. They just yeah. they just, just make a, it dark for a minute. They just that's put, great. They yeah. just
5: put a big wooden shed around it for a second. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, what yeah. it was, yeah. basically. It's, it really was. Like one of
2: those collapsible carports.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy, <laughs> kids? You're in a tunnel. Really? Hey, it didn't even really just, get that dark. Uh, they just put a, could, get, a fucking church yeah, tent. You can <laughs> watch <laughs> it from yeah, the water slide. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Podcast Kingdom. The latest podcast about amusement parks and wooden roller coasters.
3: Yeah,
5: Yeah. listen if you if you're on this is episode 45 by the way, everyone. So pretty impressive. If you don't know that we're going to talk about other shit at this point, then I don't. I really don't know what to tell you. (laughs)
2: That's right. (laughs) That's fade and switch. Yeah, I want to hear about Neil Young. Nope, you're going to hear about regional amusement parks. And we're
5: going to talk about this album a lot because this album is. It, I'll it's say it, awesome. this album's fucking great.
2: Yeah, I've always loved this album. This album's fucking...
5: And it blows me away that critics did not like this no. album at all. Yeah.
2: No, it got really bad, not really, uh, poor reviews That's wild. when it me. came out. I I wrote down some words <laughs> I read in, uh, in some of the reviews, like mailing it in, Jeez. Uh, lack of strong material, <laughs> uh, uninspired, <laughs> pointless jams. Yeah. No direction. there were things like that said about this album.
5: Can you good fucking God like in a, I, uh, but he knew it too. He went into it knowing it
2: well, he I don't know if he went into knowing, yeah, he did say he had a quote where he said they're really gonna shit all over this I got, one. I got it if oh you, you, got, you got yeah. yeah. he says yeah.
5: they'll shit on this one. I've given them a moving target. There's enough weaknesses in it for them to go for it. It's purposefully vulnerable and unfinished. I wanted to get one under my belt without David. Yeah. So. And I think
2: that's that's why it sounds like this because he didn't have Briggs. And dare I say um if he didn't have Briggs for Ragged Glory, it would probably sound very similar. Because Briggs had a whole process mm-hmm. where he put Crazy Horse, he rehearsed Crazy Horse, so when Neil walked in mm-hmm. the studio, they were ready to go. Mm. You know, he pounded the material into their head. He, he, you know, got the engineer, the sound, and everything ready to go. So this was, yeah, this is, this is a crazy. Was this the first
1: Crazy Horse album without Briggs? It must be. Yeah,
5: this is the tenth Crazy Horse album.
1: Was Briggs involved in everybody knows this is nowhere? He was. Yeah. Right? Was yeah. he
5: involved in life?
2: I believe he was, remember? Because he got pissed that that's right. he didn't like that version of When Your Lonely Heart Breaks. Well, he and...
5: did, at this point, he had done 18 of Neil's albums. Yeah. Which is an insane amount for one producer to yeah. work on one artist. I don't know, unless, like, maybe that's not? I don't know. Like, Rick, the only other person I can think of is Rick Rubin working with specific artists constantly.
2: Like the Chili Peppers. Yeah. And don't anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But, um but I think, yeah, this, this is the first Crazy Horse album without Briggs.
5: I do. Yeah. I love that quote because it shows how self-aware Neil is. And, but also just he doesn't really seem to give a shit in this quote. Does that make sense? Like, he just kind of – he's like, yeah, they're going to they're gonna shit on this one. I yeah. know it. It feels unfinished. And I love that he called it Broken Arrow because – and then he says that, like, uh, I gave them a moving target. Because this whole – the album, to me, you guys always go kind of with the one-word thing. And I wrote down the word directionless because I feel like it, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but there's really no is unlike I feel like any album we've covered up to this point because it's it starts with those three huge jams and then it kind of like more like gets more concise and then he ends acoustic for one song and then does a literally through one fan microphone, a, a Jimmy Reed cover. And right. it's not it's not cohesive. And I don't, mean, I don't mean that it's bad, it's just... It, it does, it feels vulnerable, it feels unfinished, you can feel sadness in it, you can feel, like... Uh, not melancholy like some of his other albums, but, like, it just feels like he... I don't know. It, it feels intentionally directionless, if I can say
4: that.
1: Yeah, I think it captures, I guess, in that sort of audio verite way that we were joking about at the beginning... A time, you know, it seems to me with everything with Briggs and stuff, you know, it's kind of, Neil just being like, this is what, this is what is right now. And, and, uh, here you go. Right. And, and like you said, Luke, him, him also saying, yeah, you're probably the critics or whoever the fuck is going to think whatever the fuck they think, but here you go, (laughs) you know? And that, that is to me what is captured. And, uh. There's a, it's also just a lot of great fucking shit, and I don't agree with that shit about the whatever that quote was about the meaningless jams,
3: pointless jams, pointless yeah. jams, yeah,
5: bizarre quote.
1: Yeah,
4: we, we got like what three, four, eight, nine minute songs. Yeah, right. But the, they're, the first they're three great songs are as a fan, twenty
5: five minutes for just right. the first three songs.
4: Yeah, and the the only co- cohesiveness I'm really looking at is the it's it's like. Is it Neil, or is he talking about everyone? It's it's like a we're walking through the world alone. Yeah, D- this album is very cohesive, and mo- a lot of the songs are about hey, I'm alone, I'm in my car, I'm walking around, I'm chilling mm. out. And mm-hmm. I think he felt
2: that loneliness after Briggs passed away. He said that left a huge void. So that's got to have something you know, doing it. Briggs yeah. was Briggs was his partner. Yeah, and uh, pretty much he was the, one of the few guys who told Neil when he sucked. You know, we really did. Probably one of the only ones. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't. There was only a couple people that could do that.
5: Him and Kershaw, probably.
2: You're right. Kersh- yeah, Kershaw. Well, Kershaw usually had a gun, so you would just say, "Yeah, you bet I suck." Yeah, but if Kershaw put the
5: gun down, Rusty. Even if Kershaw just had a match, you were still terrified, <laughs> right?
1: You know what I will say though is, who? What kind of a fucking douche even says something like that about a jam? What's the point of any jam? Well, some people don't like the long. Jams. Yeah, but like. Y- it's a it's a jam, you know. You don't go breaking down a fucking jam. You let a jam be a jam. Well, uh, <laughs>
2: there are good jams and then there are really bad jams. You know, I mean, I
1: understand it, that, but I don't think that any of them are. To use a word like pointless, assuming that they uh, any jam would have a point.
2: Well, the point is to jam exactly. Right. So how
1: can a jam ever right. be pointless or point full? Well, <laughs> that's I,
2: I think that a lot of these critics. Probably. They just love fucking
1: with... They just well, love that they, they can't pin down Neil. I think... They just love that they... You know what I mean? They want to be the ones that are like, no, I've got Neil figured out, and and this isn't Neil.
2: I think a lot of them at that time in the 90s were like, you know, they, they had Ragged Glory, you had Harvest Moon, right. you had some really great albums, and they were just expecting... Some, it was kind of like when Harvest came out and people were expecting more of the same.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and that's, but they should know better. It's also also... Right? I mean, at this point, it's well, been do, what? Like fucking... Thirty years, you know, but
5: you got to remember the whole point of a music critic is to make people read their reviews. Right. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Everyone's going to be reading their review on this album. It's called Broken Arrow, which is it's weird to me that he called it Broken Arrow. I love that he called it Broken Arrow. But do you think when people saw oh he's got an album called Broken Arrow, do you think they were expecting another version of Broken Arrow like on Buffalo
2: it? Springfield Broken yeah. Arrow? Yeah, I that the reference there is pretty obvious. I. I always thought it was like this is him making peace with Briggs because him and yeah. Briggs had like a real stormy relationship and they wouldn't talk for years at a time. In fact, mm. they, weren't, they were, weren't really talking before Briggs died because of the whole Pearl Jam thing. Briggs wanted to produce Mirrorball. And, oh. and, uh, and Neil went with Brendan O'Brien and Briggs was fucking pissed and he dumped Crazy Horse again and they were pissed at him. <laughs> You know, but then, you know, and then Briggs came with, hey, look, I've got cancer. I need to talk to you, you yeah, know, and Neil yeah. went. And and so I think that's, and what came out of that conversation and in shaky, he said that there are things I'm going to take to my take to the grave that David Briggs told me. Um, but he also said, David Briggs said, keep it close to the source, keep it simple, keep it focused. And I think that's what this album is. This is, cl- this is as raw as you get. This yeah. is, you know, they were doing these, Uh, live shows at what was the name of that place it was right near it was right near the ranch oh old Princeton Landing so they did like two weeks at old (laughs) Princeton Landing and then on their off days they would go in and they would record this stuff and so it was just kind of like they were continuing the gig they were keeping it as real and as raw and as focused as possible so they were you know, and they already did some other gigs around the area. Mm. So once they went into this residency at Princeton Landing, they were, you know, they were firing on all cylinders. So once they stepped into the studio, it was just, yeah, okay, we're going to do another gig today.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's as close to the source as you can get. And that- I, think people don't, I think people that shit on this album were just expecting something tighter, I think, like Ragged Glory.
5: Well, it came right after Mirrorball. Right. So maybe there was that as well. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Unless you count the Jarmouche thing.
1: No, I, that's that's a film score. Yeah.
2: On a side note, did Jim Jarmouche really follow you on Instagram, Well, no, He liked our post. He liked the post. On okay. Long
1: May You Young, not on my
2: post. Oh, on Long May You Young. Yeah. Nice. All right. We'll try to call him. Well, there's a nice segue. Yeah. We
5: should get some social media stuff. Oh, on right. Early. There we go. Um, we did get a couple new reviews. If you leave us a five-star review oh. on Apple Podcasts, uh, <laughs> yes. we will read whatever you write. Um, so there's two new ones. This is another one from Nick Anderhoey, who's left a few reviews, and I love every one of them. He wrote, um, I hope you guys caught, he wrote, uh, NY's London Concert. I hope you guys caught the London Concert on the archives. It was extremely awesome. Ambulance Blues, Mellow My Mind, and Oh Lonesome Me are among the 27 tunes, and Ben Keith is all over it. The punches came fast and hard lying on my back in the schoolyard. That's from Nick nice. and Hoey. And then one more from, uh, which I love that there's 27 tunes on it and that he references that. Um, there's another one from Crosby's Mustache. <laughs> he says, listen all night Excellent. long. He said, on the host's favorite song, Make Love to You, Stephen still sounds like Chef from South Park.
2: Yeah, that's right. He does a little bit. I want to make love to you, baby. <laughs> so oh, go my big chocolate big
5: balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: It's probably going to take all night.
5: <laughs> Who's, uh... Is that Isaac Hayes? Let's yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: That's funny. I was just record shopping, and I saw that record, and I was like... Did oh.
5: you pass? Yeah, of course I
4: passed, but... <laughs> if it was four bucks, I would have bought it. Yeah. But it was like 18.
5: That's, that's kind of my thing for... It's Someone like I told
4: you the other day, I didn't pick up trans for eight bucks, because it didn't look like it was in good shape, and I... Don't love it. I got transfer 10 on Facebook Marketplace.
1: All right. Someone on Instagram named Chris Latart mentioned us in a comment. No, really? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was the one you... I did at one point, yeah. Yeah, you posted about the Crazy Horse album. Yeah. Um, On Twitter,
2: uh, Bill Strażewski... I still don't know if I'm saying that, Bill. Sorry, man. FYI, Jim Jarmusch also did a great documentary on the Stooges a few years ago called Gimme Danger, which I think is on Amazon. Okay. If you're a Stooge, We just
1: had fucking Astrid Young on, which was amazing. That was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um... But we would love to have Jim Jarmusch on too. Yeah. So, of course. That was a weird shoe. Yeah. That in. was a strange Well, I feel like <laughs> people have been. I'm about like, to read yeah. something else about <laughs> someone saying something about Jarmusch. It's <laughs> like, okay.
5: Mike's like, yeah, this is a delicious Italian stuff. And Russ is like, yeah, we just had Astrid Young on. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> she might be Italian. <laughs> yeah. Do you not uh,
1: see the connection? And he just read something about Jim Jarmusch. Uh huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which. I was about to also read something about Jarmouche. We just brought up Jim Jarmouche. You asked me if he liked the thing. Yeah. I brought up Astrid Young because we briefly mentioned it in the top. Uh-huh. But I thought that that... That monster episode was fucking awesome. It was great. So my brain is thinking monster episode. I would love to have Jim Jarmusch on, but I was saying we just had Astrid Young on. Okay. Not that it was all not right. a difference. Hey, between are we going to have to pull this car over. That's
2: cool. That's all right. That's is all right.
1: is a pretty easy connection. Okay. There
2: are two sh- there are two podcasts going on here. This one and the one in Russ's head.
1: Yeah. That's that's how it always is. Yeah. And that's why they like me the best. Oh,
2: that's right. Can I finish my Twitter thing? Go ahead. Or do you wanna Do you wanna take it? Do you you have... mean
1: about Jim Jarmusch? Yeah. Which makes, here, I'll, I'll throw this at you. Why don't you up?
2: make a non sequitur here? Okay. All right. Vinyl Junkie, Jar, Jar which is Scott Parks. Uh, if uh, he's talking about your uh, your the theory on your pitch to Jarmusch from to Neil Young about doing the movie soundtrack. If that wasn't exactly the way this movie was pitched to Neil, I'll be devastated. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I seriously that.
2: that's that really is one of the best that, and then uh yeah that oh,
5: whole no that whole episode could have been just that pitch that yeah really awesome.
2: yeah, <laughs> it would have been awesome uh the uh the guys over at sabbath bloody podcast which is excellent if you're a black sabbath fan they do the same thing we do but with black sabbath albums what's cool is the guy the host he's a bass player so he like plays the bass and talks about Geezer Butler and stuff. It's, it's an excellent podcast. Are they Pantheon? Uh, no, they are not. Okay. Am I not supposed to say it if they're not Pantheon? No, I just was curious. Oh, okay. I don't think they're Pantheon, they but they're still pretty it. awesome. Uh, he says, listening now, it would be cool if... We asked if what movie Neil Young should score or if there's a movie that would oh, right, be better right. if Neil yeah, Young yeah. scored it. He, he didn't really name one. He said, it would be cool if Neil scored a really polished visual movie. I'm thinking like La La Land. But not that, as it's dancing. It's a dancing musical deal. <laughs> Actually, if you took out the orchestrated music, leaving the dumbass crooning, but had Neil
1: going nuts with the feedback, that would be art. I feel like if you just did Neil doing downtown to, <laughs> um, to La La Land. <laughs> oh, and
2: then uh, Mark Shea at Performance Anxiety uh, tweeted, and I want to thank him because he's the guy who hooked us up with Astrid Young.
5: Oh, yeah. So
2: I want to say thanks to Mark Shea. Performance Anxiety, another excellent podcast, also on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Uh, This is his tweet. Ten songs better than Long December. Uh, Angel by Jimi Hendrix. Cortez the Killer by Neil Young. For the Time Being by Medicine Boy. Decoration Day by the Drive-By Truckers. I Ran by Flock of Seagulls. Illegal Alien by Genesis. (laughs) Okay, not that. Squeeze Me Macaroni fans. by Mr. Bungle. Dope. White and Nerdy by Weird Al. Dominic <laughs> okay, the Donkey fair. by Lou Monty.
3: <laughs> and I'd Like to Teach oh, the oh. World to Sing by the New Seekers. Dude, fuck you. Fuck this guy. <laughs>
2: Mark Shea, that's an excellent list. I'm going to make a playlist on Spotify. That is hilarious. That's fucking awesome. That's ridiculous. That's great. Do um, you have any more stuff?
5: Uh, there's I posted on the the Broken Arrow on Facebook just now. Um
2: Oh, yeah. We got some good comments on that.
5: Got some good comments. A lot of people, this is their first time. Adam Hollander, who's a top fan, said, Today will be my first listen. I've heard great things. And uh, John Locke, a regular youngster, I hate to admit it, but Friday was the first time I ever listened to this album. Not sure why, because this record is absolutely amazing. Hmm. Um, And we'll get into this part. Someone named uh, August Carlson wrote Interstate which is a bonus track from the vinyl copy. Oh, right. Um, which I got, so we'll, oh, good. we'll listen good. to it. Um, he says, it's probably my all-time favorite Neil tune. Something about it invokes unexplainable emotions, and I agree. It's When you guys hear it, I obviously can't play the whole thing, but it's on YouTube. So Okay. Um, and then I do want to read... There's a bunch of comments. We obviously can't read them all. Knives Millions says it's incredibly underrated. I was walking down Main Street, not the sidewalk, the Main Street. Yeah, I love that. Um, He says some of Neil's best lyrics. And then um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but Weird Ray Yerkowitz. Hey,
2: Weird Ray Yerkowitz.
5: (laughs) Um, But he says, I know I'm in the minority here, but it's probably my favorite album for a combination of quality and nostalgic reasons. This continues the trend of great 90s guitar tone combined with psychedelic, psychedelic, lonely, kind, distant lyrics that carry on from Sleeps with Angels and Mirrorball. Definitely feels like the American West. This album came out the summer after I graduated high school. I was cutting grass for a school district in suburban Chicago and rolled up to Rainbow Records in a tractor on release day during my lunch break. (laughs) A tractor? That's so Neil. I saw Neil for the first time later that summer on my 18th birthday during the Broken Arrow tour. I traveled back to Chicago via Greyhound from Murray, Kentucky for that show. Greyhound bus trips are often memorable for the weird characters that you encounter, and this was no exception. Um and then he he just says says a few more But he says it was the first of many Neil shows that in just fed my obsession, so, Wow, yeah, I thought that was
2: the pressure's awesome. on now we can't fuck this up, yeah, gonna, or else we 'll fuck up weird Ray yeah. <laughs> he's
5: already fucked up <laughs> he's it's already weird. weird
2: Jeez. all right so i'm making i'm making this uh i'm making this. This cocktail, which I know is going to be disgusting, but we'd have to try because it's what, called the Big Time. What
1: is? What are you putting in? it? So
2: it's uh, it's Quivassier, which is a cognac. I
1: gotta get a squirt ready to chase this. Right? With. Yeah. Absolutely. I gotta, I gotta That's why I coke, bought
2: the squirt because this may really suck. And then it's so it's Cuvassier mixed with Pernod, which is kind of like a, a anise. Okay. You know, like a sambuca-ish type oh, of thing. Right. Not as strong as sambuca though. Yeah. Uh, and there you mix them together in a shot glass, and then you just take the shot.
5: This is called a big time.
2: This is the big time. Big time. That's right. Talking about a friend of mine here.
5: Full disclosure, this is my number 1 song on this album. Big is it really? Time. It big Time not, is? Might not be my number 1 drink right now, but Is
4: that it's your number
1: 1, huh? It really is. Wait, yeah. you were you were fucking drooling over Loose Change to me and Shu for like two Yeah, days. you texted
2: you texted <laughs> one of those loop texts. Loose Change is the greatest song ever created by humans and robots. That's
5: on well. my list too. <laughs> Um, are we taking
2: these here? All right, we're going to yeah, drink gonna this drink called, here. A big time. Here, this called a Big here. Time. This Cheers. is called a Big Time. This is a Covasier and Pernod. Oh, Let's right. see how this does. Cheers, John. Cheers. Let's Cheers Let's fucking Neil, man. To Neil. Fucking Neil, man. <laughs> oh.
5: Not bad.
4: Hey, booze is booze. It's not that good either.
5: I mean, we shot it. Oh, it
1: burns. It's black like Irish.
5: Yeah, it's got oh. a little, yeah, it it's definitely, definitely Zambuca-like.
2: Well, I don't, if you, if I, you guys want another one, go ahead. I didn't and go. hate it. No, I, I, just, I probably
5: won't take another one. That's terrible.
1: I, I don't oh think God. it's horrible. I'm not a fan.
4: Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I either. didn't
5: hate it. But but I am. Yeah,
4: me neither, but Luke and I like drinking. Yeah, We're, we're,
2: we're talking we're, about the big time.
5: We're the most alcoholic on the We're talking about against. a gold hey, mine.
1: Unfortunately, right. had a, except that shot was not. That, that was not gold. I had a long conversation
4: <laughs> with like a super great neighbor. We sit by the fire. We drink till 2 a.m. and talk about stuff. And he goes, you know what, Chris? All alcohol is the same. Your liver filters it. It's all the same. After that day, I can drink anything now. Uh, and it, that's not good. I think he cast a spell on yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds... <laughs> Wait, is your neighbor like... an alcohol wizard, right? No, he he's might, an alcohol he like he lick. might be an alcohol lick. Uh-oh. He is an alcohol lick. Yeah. Is your neighbor Beelzebub? <laughs>
2: Did you sell your soul for the... Uh. Is he the kind of guy that can drink hot mad dog first thing in the morning? He looks like maybe he could. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. did you
5: get really drunk with him four hours before you had to go in and do a morning radio show at, radio show at 6 a.m. and they some, say something like this?
2: Dicks and I'm getting drunk. <laughs> in all fairness, it was mango tequila and some kind of weird blue drink.
5: It did look delicious.
2: It was weird. Oh.
4: And with that, I'm going to put a dick in my mouth. Look,
2: see- they were gummy dicks. They weren't real dicks. <laughs>
4: Blue drinks are weird. There's no... <laughs> so, podcast. Chris, it's did we post
1: a picture of the... the uh...
4: We did a while ago, but we'll post it
1: again yeah.
5: when this uh, uh, when this episode comes out.
1: Are you in the process of creating a comic, or is, is
4: this as far as you've gotten? days on end of working in a, the election in November, and I was just doodling while I was listening to you guys. Yeah,
5: yeah. Chris uh, is a kind of a visual just, graphic artist. If
4: I had time, yeah.
5: But what Russ is referring to is he made a cover for a comic book potential comic book called neil young as the time traveling vampire i love it it looks it's so fucking cool yeah. dude you gotta you have to write this
4: I, you were gonna write it i was gonna oh that's it. right I'll,
5: I'll write it I'll, I'll, <laughs> there it is i'll get
3: to it
4: but he and, also.
1: Uh, yeah chris also like carves cool shit out of wood and everything yeah. too he's a he's a real artist
5: do you have a plug we can just throw in right now for your business that you do no plug okay yeah you sure He does like cool chainsaw. Yeah, it's been
4: Do you do chainsaw carving? It's a long story, but it's been three years since I've really done it full time. So Yeah. If people start sending orders in, I can't
1: fill them. Okay, (laughs) 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 but if you want to see, what about one really expensive custom order or something? Well, yeah, a few grand, but yeah, like a titty bird, like a six foot titty bird. Some youngster out there will, some (laughs) youngster out there will put down a a
4: grand
3: for
1: a big fucking titty bird. But if anybody wants to see (laughs) the the cool
4: pictures, uh, (laughs) you know, like check out Whalem Woodcraft. On Instagram or wherever. You forget I do like own. that you
5: don't know your <laughs> own it's been, no, I know, it's our really. business.
4: <laughs> I got really busy and I had like 5,000 emails I had to clean up a few years ago.
5: But uh, Chris also brought in a Greendale graphic novel. Yeah. Which that's looks very cool. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. um Before we get too into this, I do want to talk to you, Chris, for a second because I have two Neil, Gu- I call my Neil gurus in my life. It's you and my buddy Alex. Um, But you love Neil, and your basement is filled with stuff—a million records, cassettes, um, VHS Mm -hmm. shit—and you.
4: I like tangible media.
5: At least once a week, will drunk text me around eleven thirty at night about whatever Neil or Tom Petty album you're listening to at
4: the time. (laughs) Yeah, the the last week one was somebody hooked me up with some edibles, and I was sitting. In my chair for the first time in a long time, just listening to an entire album all the way through, and it definitely was it Tom Petty. I think it was a Neil album. Oh, okay. I don't even remember. I don't remember. What's the best? It might have been it might have been Harvest Moon. Okay. Because the sound on that record is
2: yeah, that's good for edibles. Yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. Definitely. What's the best Tom Petty album?
4: My favorite. (sighs) Pack up the plantation live is my favorite. If we can say live albums. Wow. There. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough time. Otherwise, I just scored the Wildflowers package. That's amazing. Jeez. That's but that's like, without the Heartbreakers. Yeah. Well, know.
2: actually, it was with the Heartbreakers, except for Stan Lynch. That's how much he hated Stan Lynch.
4: Yeah, I know. And then
2: He invited all the Heartbreakers to play on his solo album. Yep. except for the
4: drummer because he fucking hated his just, guts. They, they always did report he, that it just this was a solo effort. Yeah, but they he, were all yeah,
1: on. They, it. they were there.
5: Yeah. Did uh-huh. he sue all the Heartbreakers because they hummed songs that sounded like
1: songs he had written previously? <laughs> Speaking of Heartbreakers, that fucking shot sucked, and I want to get the taste <laughs> I know, is out that my awful? mouth. I yeah, yeah I have have, a show, 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 I have like I'm, a mop I'm and blow taste. I'm ready to mouth. have. I'm ready to have some of your subs so I can get the. If you want, you want half of that, buddy. You can take. You take half. It's good. It's a good one. Half and half. Yeah, it's pretty good.
5: Um. Yeah, so but I thought of you too, Chris. Because uh, did you guys watch the last blockbuster on Netflix? No, not yet. Oh, not yet. I have nine
1: minutes left. That's why I was a little late because I wanted to finish
5: it. It's fucking awesome. So good. It made me. It gave me all these like chills. I kind of do too.
4: I want to get on it. I I wish there was still maybe post pandemic if there's a spot to rent to open a cafe called like the Tangible Media Cafe. Do you you think it would work?
5: Something like that. Still, I
3: don't know.
4: I think so. I think
2: the retro. I think the retro you know, nostalgia Make it thing. look
4: like an old VA, an old rental store. Yeah. yeah. Have records, have VHS tapes on the wall.
5: But I, th- I thought of you. If you don't know, the last blockbuster is a documentary on Netflix about the last blockbuster in existence. But I thought of Chris because your basement is literally a treasure trove of VHSs and vinyl records and cassettes and stuff like that. But uh, it made me think of the last VHS that I had – that I remember renting. It, it was the first... Not the last one I remember renting, but it was the first rated R movie I rented with friends and we didn't tell our parents, and it was Speed. <laughs> and I rewatched it today. Wow.
2: What, the VHS tape?
5: I can't... It's... First of all, it's ter- <laughs> it's terrible. Like, it's not... It's... I mean, they... <laughs> like, they fucking make a bus jump 50 feet. It's so yeah. stupid. Yeah. But it was so good, and I just remember... I don't know. Do you, do you have that movie where you're, it's so bad, but you just all you have are good memories of it? Do you have a movie like that in your head?
2: Cannonball Run.
5: I've never seen that.
2: Oh, yeah. It's probably the most politically incorrect movie you could probably watch today.
5: I don't even know what it's about. It's
2: Burt Reynolds and Don DeLuise. It's about that race they have across the country called the Gumball Rally. And so a bunch of rich guys get these souped-up cars, and they race from the East Coast to the West Coast. And the
4: prize is like, it's it's done for pride. I don't think there's any money. But... It, it, it's just for fun. Yeah, They, yeah. they recently, years ago, I mean, 20 years ago, the the Jackass guys, Bam Margera and them, they got into it. Oh, did they get oh, into, they it? into it? Oh, like, wow. they were into it. Oh, wow. There's a whole video of them doing the gumball run. Then they did the Europe one. They oh, almost got sent was... back to America. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, so these guys are, you know, zooming. But Cannonball runs based on that. You got Dom DeLuise and Burt Reynolds are a team. And then uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin dress up as priests. Oh my god! And they drive in a Ferrari. I kind of want to watch. Uh, this. Jackie Chan is in it. What? Jackie Chan is in it, uh, uh, but he plays a Japanese guy, yet still speaks Chinese. <laughs> um, Jamie Farr is in it, playing uh, you know like a rich Arab guy. Jesus. It's just it's and Farrah Fawcett's in it, and she's not wearing a bra. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah,
5: that was back when you would just cast an asian guy and he just right covered he just he covered all. everything
2: asian everything, puerto rican yeah. you know whatever you know whatever he looked like he was that dude you
4: what's, know what's I mean, the not a lot has changed unfortunately yeah man. not a lot yeah. what's know? the oh cable guy
5: and they were a, an asian gang an asian. <laughs> yeah. all
2: right we got to talk about neil young we do Woo. yeah this has turned into a, a bad movie podcast well I was
5: going to ask if that race the gumball race ended at the golden gate where they got their feet right
2: in the ocean. No, going to be my no. Segue. Oh yeah, that's a good segue. That was pretty good. Thank you. All right, can we? Are we talking about Neil now?
3: Yeah, that's fine. Okay,
2: <laughs> good. All right, let's yeah, talk yeah, about Neil. Like Neil. Um, yeah. So Broken Arrow came out in July of '96, and like I said, they lined up these gigs, and he just wanted to play, get loose with Crazy Horse at these gigs. They're really small clubs, and all that stuff I said about. The way down in the rust bucket stuff was completely wrong. It all applies to this album. So they they would build themselves as the echoes. There was no advance ticket sales. You had to buy your ticket at the door. It was a twenty dollars for a wristband. There was no guest list, so okay. no industry people, nothing. And they had what I learned uh, yesterday was they had most of these shows during the week. They didn't have them on the weekends, huh. so they would have them in the middle of the week. I kind of like that better. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool. And then they would set up this kind of tent, trailer, compound behind the club, and that's where Neil and Crazy Horse would hang out with everybody and smoke tons of weed before they went on. So and cool. And they would play three sets a night, which I'm thinking that's like, what, six hours for Neil Young and Crazy Horse? Probably. Or at least. Seven. Yeah, seven or eight. Seven songs. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, yeah.
5: They just play Tebow three seven times. Seven pointless oh, oh, jams. Tebow. Tebow, jeez. Yeah. T-Bone, three times. Well, if it's the, if it's the version of T-Bone use.
2: from way down in the rust bucket, I'm cool with that. <laughs> that's the best version right there.
5: Oh, that's so cool. I don't um, know why when you said midweek show, it just made me feel so happy. I don't know.
4: Oh, it's, co- it's cool. Yeah, you wish you were there. I know. Yeah. It's like not that many people. Right up, yeah. Nobody that's knows so, what's up. Yeah, like a couple hundred people on a
2: Wednesday night watching Neil Young and Crazy Horse. What, what a genius, though.
5: Seriously. Fuck. And what a what an experience... Uh I get so jealous. The experience we of just seeing
4: him with tens of thousands of people was great. Right. Yeah. You know? So
5: imagine with like four or five hundred. Right. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, working
4: your way to the front. But it is like,
5: it is a, like interesting to me that this is this is his last album with Crazy Horse till like for like eight or nine years,
4: right? For a while. Till Greendale, I think. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. At this point, how how many years has he been with had Crazy Horse?
2: It's been through most of the 90s.
4: Uh, How many decades? Oh, at this point? Yeah.
5: Well, since everybody knows this is nowhere. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, not every other album, but this is his 10th album with them out of, I don't even know how many, out of 22. So half of his albums, which is.
2: And through most of the 90s, he was with Crazy Horse. He started with Ragged Glory, you know, except for Harvest Moon, but he. he did a lot of work with Crazy Horse in the 90s.
5: Speaking of, not Harvest Moon, but how cool was that story that Astra told us?
2: Oh, yeah, that right? Fucking, that was fucking cool. I know. You got to listen to the episode. Yeah. Yeah, she, she has some cool stories near the end well, there. So it's pretty awesome.
1: You. What about Year of the Horse, though? That's not Crazy Horse.
5: Is it?
2: No, Year of the Horse is a documentary about Crazy Horse. Yeah, right. But I mean... Again, Jim Jarmusch that did be, that one. Yeah, but I yeah. guess
1: that would, someone asked us if we were going to cover that. We but should. It's his, hard to in find, his archives, though. Is that, is that it an album? Next, I didn't know it was an album. It is In a, his a archives, the, it shows year, up as, as an album. I have that on That's CD. Year, year of I, the Horse? Yep. I have yeah.
4: a compact disc, disc of that. that too, and yeah. I was listening to it last week because you guys had done Weld. And mm-hmm. Luke was talking to me about Weld. So I found that in my pile of fucking CDs. and It's not bad.
2: It's pretty good. The it's, documentary it's like, is really interesting.
5: I don't know anything about Year of the Horse, but the only thing I know is that... This was his last thing with Crazy Horse and for solo a long Green time. So, and yeah. One of his yeah. last things, not of the 90s, but like one of his. I think
2: it was the last thing of the 90s. Was his it? last release of the 90s, I think. He did. Well, when did that Crosby, Stills, and Nash album come it was out? 99. Looking forward. Okay, so maybe that was. But not his last like solo but he or didn't Crazy Horse.
1: Solo thing. albums in between? Yeah,
2: not until Silver and Gold, and yeah, I think and that was, and Gold 2000. was 2000. 2000. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow. But on, his, on the archives, Year of the Horse shows up as an album.
2: Yeah, well it's the soundtrack to the movie.
1: And it's just all but we're not are we covering that or we should cover yeah, it. Yeah, we should cover yeah, it. Should
2: it's cover pretty it. good. It's got some good versions of stuff on it. The movie the movie's excellent if you can find it. It used to you used to be able to rent it on Amazon, but they pulled it
1: off of there. I wonder uh, if now with his like on demand thing you can He my, might, yeah, it'll mind.
3: probably end up there.
5: Yeah. Although I told you guys before we started rolling, I think it, the song or did I tell you the Interstate is not on the archives?
2: No, you didn't say that. Okay, it's not. Oh, Isn't that okay. weird? Yeah.
5: It's on YouTube, but it's not on the archives.
2: Well, you might have to buy up another tier to get it. <laughs> right? You sound a little bitter. I'm I mean, just saying, uh, like, if you read the descriptions of, like, you know, you're the classic tier, and he, and I don't know if you read his message, but and you folks really are classic. <laughs> you know, it's like, sorry to fuck you over on another 20 bucks or it's just that's what it sounds like it does to me feel like that yeah. but i'm gonna buy the rust level anyway and i'm only know. buying the rust level because the the patron level he doesn't clearly explain what you get right so you get some exclusive stuff but that's it he doesn't like, really say what it is like or,
1: neil you're a bernie supporter but you're a millionaire and you're fucking us over by <laughs> making us you pay know, for more of these fucking tears you just
5: sold your catalog for what was it? Oh, yeah, his licensing. $500 million. Yeah,
2: something like that. But, yeah, you so know. Whatever. I mean, whatever. I'm going to buy it anyway, but I'm it's just the way it he put it. Yeah, I'm it's, just...
5: He timed it right before we all got our stimulus. I
2: know, <laughs> huh? Right? Some of those Reagan years still with him on that one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
2: so we had all these gigs, and while they were doing these, uh, these little club gigs, they were recording uh, back at the ranch. And, um, you know, like we said at the beginning of the episode, when this album came out... People Magazine said it was one of the worst albums of 1996. What? Then again, that's People Magazine.
4: That's a good point. Right. Who who was hot then? Jennifer (laughs) Aniston was on Friends. Right. And Vogue Vogue was burning it up. Right. You know? Little boys were jerking off to En Vogue on MTV.
2: Spin. (laughs) Why are you being so judgy on that? (laughs)
4: I might have been one of them. All right, I'm just saying, dude. Don't dude. say it like
1: it was gross. <laughs> he is a youngster, yeah. He's
4: youngster. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I might um, be the closest one to your ages out of these boneheads. Yeah. That is true.
2: <laughs> Spin magazine said it um Robert Christigau, the uh what is it what does he call himself again? The um The uh, the the critic laureate. Oh, is this the guy who like titled himself? himself. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. something like that. Makes Um, you wonder uh, whether Young has grown so confident in his complacency that he could play out his career uh, uh, as solidly and as unceremoniously as, say, Muddy Waters, never dismissed but taken for granted. Like people just didn't at that time. And I remember reading that when when this came out. And a lot of things, like, people were just panning this album left and right. And Mm. I just never got that because I liked it from the get-go.
1: Yeah, I have the, like, opposite reaction. I'm, like, blown away that he, at this time, is still putting out such fucking awesome music. Yeah. Like, I know the first two songs are fucking incredible. But even with a song like uh, Scattered or Slip Away, I was like, Yes, this is fucking. These are good songs. This is fucking. Gr- these this is great. You know,
5: there's not a song that I dislike on this whole. Yeah,
1: I I like um, every song on this. On this yeah, song. yeah. You,
4: when I had to pick a cut song, it was the one song that I was thinking about skipping through the last two minutes of. But
5: hmm. well, which we'll get to at the end. Which we will. We don't no, spoil I'm saying, that, right? I know we
4: don't spoil it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> a lot all, of, it's all good, and a, and as like a. As a fan, at, in 96, as, I'd only been a fan for, like, four years. Mm. And this really resonated with a 17-year-old weirdo. Yeah. It really did.
2: What were you listening to at the time, like, I aside think, from Neil Young? like, was there I think like- I
4: was still, I had been on, like, four years of collecting records. We didn't have MTV. We didn't have all that stuff. So I was probably Metallica and Pearl Jam and... Mm-hmm. I had just started getting into like some of the old school country guys, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, and stuff. But
5: I'm trying to think if I was 17 when this came out, if I would have appreciated it, and I don't know if I would. Uh, now I think me and Russ have the benefit of hindsight, and also I keep waiting for one of these albums to not grab me, and in the 90s it hasn't happened. Every one is a little bit better than the previous one. In my opinion, it's just
2: really. So you think this is a little bit better than say "Sleeps with Angels"? Yeah, I do. and you "Ragged think this Glory" is better than "Ragged Glory"?
5: And, and okay, so maybe I'm we're so far removed from "Ragged Glory." Okay, yeah, and I guarantee if you, you listen to "Ragged Glory" you'd be
1: like, no. no never but mind.
5: it's still, it's still like, and the reason I post, I texted <clears> you guys, lose change when he does that fucking four minute jam at the end mm-hmm. and it's not you, you, right. can, you can't even really call it a jam it's just this like
4: it's
2: pointless you know it's a pointless jam
5: well it,
4: <laughs> yeah but i, I even had it on my notes last minute or so is sonic it's yeah.
5: like it's it, it's all it's raw emotion it's yeah. just insanity and it just fucks me every yeah, time i listen to it
2: well that's that's what i love about this particular album the most is sonic is the word right there it's the way it sounds it's this lumbering kind of like f- lava flow going on. Yeah, it's 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 super heavy, but not so abrasive. It's it a me.
4: sloppy, slow locomotive, and right. do we know about Neil and the <laughs> yeah. locomotive. Right there, you go. It's Bingo. A, it's a that's s- what I was going yes. for. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. I
1: love that metaphor. It's a
5: train <laughs> driven by a bird. <laughs>
1: Every time you, every time we bring it up, somewhere in the world, a train gets its chug. <laughs> its chug. The <laughs> train gets its chug. Imagine if Neil a, wrote. There's a little a... puff of smoke.
5: Imagine if Neil wrote, "It's yeah. a Wonderful Life." <laughs> oh God.
2: <laughs> except a, an angel. instead except Clarence Instead of Clarence, it'll be a uh, a conductor.
1: <laughs> now 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 Cl- Clarence. <laughs>
5: His that's voice
1: what, wouldn't be that far off either, yeah, you know? Mister
5: Potter. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Mister Potter.
2: <laughs> fuck you. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I love every about time, this album. It's like the
1: every time you hear a train,
5: <laughs> a bird gets a new tit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh no, yeah. Every every time you see a bird, a train gets its chug.
5: <laughs> and it's not it's not Mister Potter. It's just uh, Geffen. Oh it's yeah, David David, it's Gettin David Gettin Gettin is Mr. Potter. That's, that's perfect.
1: That's hilarious. But yeah, this is like it's
2: it's like it's a wall of sound and it's like this layered shimmering distortion. And it's different from the distortion that was on Ragged Glory or Sleeps with Angels or Rust Never Sleeps, you know, or or Freedom. It it's it's this like just bright it it's like the the it's just to be corny here, it's like the sun when it hits the ocean. Mm-hmm. At Aww. sunset, and it's that sparkling. You know what I mean. That's what I, especially on. You slip mean the away. land
1: of suntan lotion? Yes, that's right. That's right, Russ. Yeah, that's a lot actually
2: of... a lyric
5: from one of the songs on this album. Is that Did right? You know that? Is it really? I, I just I really came know. up with that. Oh,
4: yeah. man, my bad. Get your feet wet, Neil. But ocean.
2: that's yeah. that's why I love this album the most. because well, I love the sound it, of it,
1: yeah, even though I mean you're spot on, and even though it can be, as we see with a lot of what these fucking critics are saying. It can be infuriating. Infuriating sometimes. Um, that's one of my favorite things about Neil is that you can have a sound in a certain album where you're like, "Oh man, that's fucking," I've never heard anything like that. And then an album later, it's a totally different sound. Yet it's still Neil, right? Mm-hmm. And it's still like I've never heard anything like that. Well, sound is right. crazy. Well, yeah. like you're know? you
5: saying, like like a song like "Slip Away." you can almost barely hear his lyrics. It's just drowned out by the guitar, but you don't, it's not a bad thing. It's, it just works with the song.
2: A lot of the critics mentioned that, that you couldn't hear his vocals and you couldn't hear the words. And I'm wondering if this, if it's the same critics who are like jizzing all over albums, by bands like My Bloody Valentine and Lush and Dinosaur Jr., which were the same, this wall of distortion, and you could just hear the vocals just above the music enough. Mm. But the whole thing was right, was like, just like the music was this yeah. one like wave that came and at like,
4: you. It was like Sonic Youth back in the Right, Sonic yeah, you, Youth I, and I stuff like that. I loved Sonic Youth i still don't know the lyrics <laughs> yeah well, all of those Sometimes you all can't hear it's distortion you, yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: all of those people you mentioned were all influenced by neil exactly <laughs> like of, right course in, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course they right? exactly. were and they ended up covering him yeah right exactly with him yeah yeah
4: is yeah.
5: this his first self-produced album
2: <clears throat> i don't know that's a good question that is a good question i, I
1: feel like it might be. it might
5: be i oh,
2: yeah. i would find that hard to believe actually after this 20 what are we were 22 albums in
5: yeah, but you, usually it lists the producer, and yeah, we almost have to always go back talk about through
1: it. and look at each thing. Yeah. But this it's is the only his one that says while, produced by Neil Young.
2: So this is this is Neil without Briggs, basically. Right. Yeah. Briggs lists Neil.
5: And you can feel it. right. And I, I don't think in a bad way. I think
2: there's an edge that's not there. Really?: Yeah. No, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but there's okay. there's there, like if you listen to something like Ragged Glory. Or, say, another, I'm thinking of albums that are similar in structure and sound. Or Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere. You, know, okay. you, you, know, you listen yeah. to some of those Briggs productions, there's some sort of edge to it. Mm-hmm. And this one, it seems like the edges have been smoothed out. And again, I don't mean that in a negative way, because I love the way the album sounds. I
5: don't know if it's, if it's edgeless <clears throat> as much as you can... F- it feels like Neil knows he's on, its, on his own. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he f- no.
2: Yeah. That's. A, yeah. I. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Like, because you mentioned that quote earlier where he said, "I just wanted to get an album under my belt without bricks." It
5: feels like he's wandering. Do
2: you right. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's
5: kind of wandering through this album, and again, that's a theme
2: on this album too. Yeah. You know, well, like, it's like you change said. change highways,
1: directionless. You know, he's
2: just yeah. pointless of- jams. Yeah. <laughs> Which, kind of, so
1: like... So what? Yeah, that's... It might I mean, even,
2: Well, no, no, you had the point earlier. That, yeah. What's the point of a jam? Yeah, right? I mean... It's just a jam. There's no, There's no like, there's no end game. You're just going you're, with yeah, it. Yeah, you're just right? going...
1: And that's Neil. Yeah. Especially, like, we you guys are kind of alluding to here, is that he is in this fucking on his own. I mean, yeah, yeah he's got the horse, but, you know... And he's got all, all the other people. He's got, like, <clears throat> yeah, of course, Mulligan in yeah. there and stuff, but he doesn't... Briggs had a presence. Briggs, yeah, was a whole other... Energy, a whole other element right. to yeah. Neil, you know that
2: element is a good word. Yeah, you yeah. know
1: what? That, <laughs> He's on the periodic table. Right, right. he is. It's, yeah, Brigsonian. It's, it's pissing yeah. me off PR. more and more. That <laughs> the,
5: the music critic, I I, I can't wait to Hopefully, we're going to get a music critic on here for one of these monster episodes because I would be so curious, and I I know it's different in twenty twenty one than it would be in the in the mid nineties or the eighties or the seventies, but like. Pointless Jam is such a fucking stupid thing to write. And it, what's, the, what's the point of anything? What's the, what's the yeah. point of this? Well, that's,
2: that questions my, or that, it makes me question their research. Like, right. Is this yeah. like the first time they're listening? Do you listening? not know who Neil Young right. is? Right, is this the yeah. first time they're listening to Neil? You know, were they want, did they want another Harvest Moon? You know, the same thing yeah, ran you ran into what in are the you, 70s. What
1: are yeah. you putting it up against? Right. Are you putting it up against other Neil stuff? Right. Are you putting, Are you putting, it putting up against, against, against Harvest What Moon? was at the time? Yeah. If you're putting up what what else against came Harvest out Moon, that year?
2: yeah, that's the wrong thing to do. This type of because then you don't. Know, yeah. And
1: then like we we just made the point. Most of everything else, the other bands you mentioned that were happening at that time, were all inspired by Neil. Yeah. That whole so alternative you rock can't, sound. You yeah. know, there's no way to avoid it. You know, and so. And I'm not saying that Neil shouldn't be critiqued like anyone else. It's just no, we do it on this podcast. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There just has to be some uh, awareness, you know, of mm-hmm. of the realm that you're in. You right. Know? Yeah. Exactly. Do this... they
4: do they know who they're writing about? Right. right. Yeah, That's yeah. Question. Like... We're questioning that.
5: So yeah. you, Mike, you were a Neil fan at the time this album came out, right? Did you listen to this as it came out? Yeah. Did you? I like... got
2: I got a free promo copy. Because I was I was working in radio. Yeah. Oh wow.
5: Did you did you like what was your initial thoughts on it?
2: I thought it was great because this is the kind of Neil I like. First of all, I like Neil with Crazy Horse more yeah. than anything else. And Agreed. this is the kind of crazy horse I like. The long jams. Yeah, I like, you know, I like the, Neil with Ben the, Keith. But. The cra- I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we, the, but like we're the, well aware. The we insane guitar that. playing, you know. Well, that's I, the thing love
1: Neil. It. It's tough, man. It's tough to like, I fucking love him with Crazy Horse, but then I'm like, I want him with Ben Keith, too, and he's just given us so many different I things. Almost,
4: <laughs> I'm almost 50-50. Yeah. I you
5: think know? I'm with Mike, though, because I love, love him with Ben Keith. I, I always love him with- said
4: Crazy Horse was me. Then I listen really? to all your episodes and listen to everything and re-listen to everything and I'm
5: 50 50 now. It's something about Crazy Horse just brings that's what out I love doing the, about this the, the most real Neil. Does that? No, that's yeah, that's what that, it feels I,
2: like to me because of who they are. And he yeah. can only get that sound with them. He's played with you know, he played with Booker T and the MGs. He played with diff, he played with the what was the rhythm section with Freedom and he used them later on. They were with the blue notes, the guys that from Joe Walsh's band. Yeah, fuck. Chad, whatever, anyway, he's played yeah. with different bands and stuff. He can only get a sound like this and ragged glory. I, just, I disagree because tonight's no the way.
1: night wasn't Crazy Horse, and that is one of those like classic. No, Neil it's sounds. great, but I think. Well, it, tonight's th- the night had Ralphie and Billy on it. I know, but it wasn't. Oh, okay. it wasn't horse in the same way that this is horse. No, yeah, but no. If, that, if, that's, if anything, that's Ben Keith and Horse. So that's best of all of it, right? And if Nils, you're not listening <laughs> and to, Nils to yeah. the
5: end of Loose Change. That last. Two minutes where you check the time and you're like, "There's still two minutes of this," and you don't get literal. No, goosebumps. I agree.
1: I agree. It's just I also get those same goosebumps listening to "On the Beach." They're just I different, get different goosebumps. I get different that's goosebumps, what I'm, that's what Chris saying, makes a good it point. It's 50, true. If they 50, they are, 50, are different goosebumps. It's different but goosebumps. They're still but goosebumps. But that's what's beautiful about Listen, Neil. The, is the bottom that,
5: line is that a goose is a bird, <laughs> and I want to make sure <laughs> you have right. a bird-like that's reaction. Not, yeah, <laughs> let's
1: not forget that we're talking about a fucking bird here. That's the real point I'm trying to make. Talk about pointless jams. You're- the only point I want to make is that a fucking goose is a bird. Listen,
5: if your goose bumps don't have tits on them, then they're not real goose I-, somewhere- I heard that <laughs>
1: bird was Canadian. And somewhere, a train just got its chug. <laughs> Jarmouche, what do you got for me?
5: Mike, pour us another round of those fucking <laughs> of
4: big
1: time. shitty drinks. Another <laughs> big time here. What, what I think is beautiful oh. about Neil is whether it is the, you know, whether it is the fucking... The realness, like you're you're right that you get with him and and the horse, whether it be with Briggs or without, and as we're now discovering, or him with Ben and Nils, or just Ben or whatever other version of a band that Ben is in, right? Or or the Harvest, which is another Ben. There's so many different versions to choose from, and they all give you different types of goosebumps. And I think what we're putting on the table here is like horse and and Ben Keith in whatever regard different types of goosebumps. It's all like kind of what mood are you in? Because sometimes no, no, I'm not true. in the mood for, a, a, like sometimes I'd rather he'll hear kneel with the horse in this type of way or rag of glory. Um, and then other times all I want is a Ben Keith, him and a Ben Keith type of thing. And it just, it switches. It depends on my mood, where the sun is, if it's raining or if I'm where I'm driving or you know what I mean? I might be fucking crazy saying this shit, but to me, that's what Neil. That's what's fucking incredible. But it just about. might be
5: a lunatic we're looking for, Russ. Don't mm. Billy Joel this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did you just do? Yeah, Sorry. that those was good. Were reverse goosebumps. <laughs> you just derailed well, the titty bird train. Reverse goosebumps. It's all good. Those are good. It, You don't like Billy Joel. Those are Billy Joel's got some good songs. I've got. I saw him live. He's oh, A
4: serious Billy Joel problem. I don't know oh, oh, why. Hold
2: on. Can
5: what
4: do you do mean? I like. I like Billy
2: Joel. What do community do?
1: Yeah, and I'm not sure why. Well, he writes good songs. What's
2: wrong with
5: Billy
1: Joel? What's wrong with Piano Man? No, no, no. I, I'm wow, not saying nice. I don't like Billy Joel. It's just weird to bring Billy Joel fucking into a discussion. Right, <laughs> yeah. It is weird. I feel, Saturday, I it said all I'm feels sorry, wrong. man. It felt wrong. feels wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like Billy Joel. I saw him live at Fenway. It was fun. It was a great show. He <laughs> yeah. hasn't written a new song in like 30 he doesn't have he, he, years. He, doesn't he told have
4: everybody any. he wasn't going to. Right. He goes, I'm fucking done. Yeah, I'm, I'm just right,
2: going to play right, my so hits and make I a ton it. of money. At least he's being up <laughs> yeah, exactly. front. Honest.
1: Listen, yeah. Billy Joel's got well, some see, good this too. is what I mean. You don't do this. Now we're talking about Joel. I don't want to talk about Joel. <laughs> well, I, I want to talk about Billy Talbot. <laughs>
5: no, you want to talk about Ben Keith. That's all. You that's wanna talk yeah, that's about. all I want to talk about. No, the horse is awesome in
2: this Joel, man. man.
1: That that whole I know. I gonna... t-
2: all I said is I prefer the horse. That's all. And then all of a sudden we're talking about fucking honesty. It's such a lonely word you know
1: <laughs> can you please hit that bag of dicks thing jesus yeah. christ <laughs> you're giving me a heart attack gak 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 you had to be a big shot didn't you Dad, i'm going to put a dick in my mouth i want
0: to <laughs> oh god
1: you had
2: to put a dick god, in I your mouth birds <laughs>
1: there we go should we get into these songs we're yeah let's get we're into in the here.
2: songs
5: yeah let's get into the songs do you want to take a yeah let's I, take a break so I, a I can break.
2: eat eat this sub and clear um, ate, my palate of, of that it. fucking piss I drank. So
1: Yeah, that was disgusting. Yeah. That's what, why I was... ate that half of the yeah, sauce. We're right? going
5: to take a Gross. break, but when we come off the break, if this is cool with you guys, I'd rather play the beginning of Interstate.
2: we We get get sued
5: i know it's but i mean even that you guys can hear it right yeah yeah Yeah. it's uh so my thought on this song this is a near perfect album for as much as everyone says it's unfinished and kind of wandering if he had replaced that jimmy reed song with this Mm -hmm. i think it would have been a literally a perfect album
2: you know what? Someone probably said those exact words to him. Oh shit. You're and right. then he said, Hey Timmy, remember you were using that old A V club tape recorder you found in that junk pile when they destroyed the middle school and then you recorded the show with it? We'll put that version, uh yeah, we'll put that on the you know, it's probably yeah. cause that that's through his whole career you he hear stories like that, like, yeah. Hey, this song's gonna be a hit and then he either fucks fucks it up or yeah. just doesn't record it.
5: It it's so so if you guys have a chance it's on YouTube just look up Neil Young Interstate it's yeah fucking something about it you hear Briggs in it you hear Neil's sorrows in it um, I'm gonna read a few more Facebook things because this song made me think of it but uh, Paul Gase says missing Briggs you can hear it in the murky mix and missed potential many good songs that are not elevated to greatness by the performances um, and then Chris Boudreau who's another Um, top fan says roll a big joint and play big time and loose change at high volume nothing like getting lost in those earth shaking jams that go on and on scattered and slip away are also favorites some really good horse here so
2: yeah I think this that song Interstate would have been out of place
5: I I I feel the opposite I feel like it would have balanced the beginning with the the huge jams that I love, I think it would have been the perfect ending to this scattered
4: Yeah, but
1: you do have music arcade in there, you know. That's true. Um but, but that sounds
2: completely that's yeah. really sparse compared it's to that. It's what not we necessarily heard
1: a sad
5: song either. And this I, isn't like a sad I don't know.
4: I think it moved along nicely. I I like I wasn't bothered by the um the jimmy reed tune the jimmy reed at the i loved it i actually like I, that a lot kind
1: of too i like it too
5: i wasn't bothered by it but i just think this would have really because i i hear and again although i haven't, I think that sounds that, really
1: beautiful yeah haven't i haven't heard I the whole thing that would, yeah
5: it would be like the opposite of you know how he threw like a inca on the end of uh, was it life hmm. yeah it would be the opposite of that to me where it was it, it just contrasted the beginning of the album yeah
1: i, I see what you're saying I don't know. oh no yeah.
2: wasn't like an inca on trans
5: no, oh, was it maybe it was? Yeah, what was at the end of uh, life that I'm thinking of, but say, same Inca idea. Queen, Inca Queen, oh, Inca Queen. <laughs> yeah, damn
2: it. Um,
1: no, like an Inca is that was uh, is that, that was the no, last that ended, Mike's, trans.
2: Right.
5: Mike's
1: right, yeah, oh, yeah.
2: Remember, yeah, it right. trans started out with those two songs you recorded in Hawaii, yeah. and yeah, they sounded yeah, like kind yeah. of folky, you know. Mm-hmm kind of 60s tunes, and then in between that all. Like, we la, talked la, about that. La, like, you get rid la, of the... La, 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 yeah. yeah, we get rid of those tunes, and you make it. Right, yeah, yeah, EP. It's right uh, after Mr. Soul. The electronic stuff, yeah.
1: And then, like, an Inca, yeah. I, I just
2: know. think that, um, you know, listening to Interstate, maybe he didn't want to end it on that, because, you know, we've mentioned it previously that this album's kind of has a mournful sound to it.
5: Well, it was on the vinyl. That came out right. He, Would, it was an extra song on the which vinyl, which I've tried to find, and I can't find one cheaper for like a hundred and sixty bucks. Ooh. Yeah, do you? Ha- you don't have a vinyl? Of this no, album.
4: no. I I, it, I love this album, and I'm saying like maybe $60, 70 bucks if I can find it. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, it's pretty rare. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, till well, I looked.
1: Let's hit big time. You want
5: to
4: get right into it? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. All righty. It's only like an hour in. <laughs> Oops.
3: We then, get sued your painting This, this yeah.
1: melody in general is just so catchy and so good But here's the chorus so good it's
5: my favorite song on the
1: album it's probably mine too which is rare that you and i have the same top song
5: it just it, it's the per,
1: it's the perfect it's not mike's shoes though
5: it's the perfect you know what it is neil in the 90s if you
1: and i agree on something it's true, that is true. We <laughs> very, we that's very, my very, cut song is is no it? no it's not. <laughs> i <laughs> no. was
4: gonna say no. that's too far sure you're going too far. I, I love it it's not my favorite <laughs>
5: neil in the 90s knows how to start a record he just like back to mirrorball that the pirate tune that he yeah. gets mm-hmm. like he and this is song just X. I've been so Russ, ah, yeah. I learned this right away. It's yeah, you, yeah. you and me could both play it. It's yeah. so fun to play. And if you ever played acoustic, you'll cry your eyes out because you don't really get the lyrics as yeah. much. And that's that part I do kind of agree with the critics. I don't agree that it's bad. I like how how it is. But you when you start singing them, you are like, ah, oh, fuck. Like yeah, you hear Briggs. You yeah. hear him. Oh yeah, Briggs in it. Yeah, it's just
1: it's really singable, and just yeah. the the melody itself. You, we joke a lot with with when we're right, when we're doing town meeting songs and someone brings like a melody idea or you know some some idea to the table with the band. we we always say we have this thing where we know it's gonna be like a successful song as if we kind of right away start making like dumb penis jokes like, like parodies. Sing, yeah, we're parodying it right away. You know, and that's what I was doing with this song. You know, I was like, talking about a big fat peen. You know, just like shit like that. Because if you can start doing that like right away, Mm -hmm. then you know the song's a smash hit. Because you know you got a catchy melody in there if you're adding your own words. I will
5: say not to toot our own horn, but my kids have been driving me nuts. They all want to hear Imitator by Town Meeting. Yeah, Jose is like obsessed with it. I don't understand it. I'm actually kind of getting sick of the song because of that. (laughs) Town Meeting is the band me and Russ are in, if you aren't aware of that, so...
3: Yeah, Chris
1: anyway, is. Chris, I've heard. Of, I've heard of him. He's heard yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah.
5: Chris drunk texted me about imitator. Also, by the way, uh, <laughs> last Monday. He said he hated. Probably. probably I mean, he loved it. He
1: loved it. Yeah. Well, yeah, the youngsters can go check out our single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah go check. But um, it. I I yeah, I really like it. I think um, the playing right off the bat is just it's great. Yeah. You know, you you can hear that guitar, like you said, that just that sound. You know, it
2: sounds like. A giant, some kind of giant machine, like gears, just mm-hmm. starting to grind. Yeah. And they're not, like, well-oiled. Either. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You know, it's, it's they're that, really grinding. Is
4: yeah. that big black car. Yeah. yeah. It's,
3: it's, right, yeah. yeah.
2: He's all,
3: I you know, do love like, that, yeah. With the cars. Yeah. Right. Always. Oh, well, he's
4: talking about Mort.
3: Is that Mort? I mean,
2: that's this, this is the story, right? He drove, you know, he drove through a bunch of states. He drove to, you know, put his feet in the ocean, driving to the Golden Gate. You know, this, yeah. is, this is the story. You know, going to drink that magic potion.
5: Mm-hmm. Is that what this is about?
2: That's what I got. You know, he's dry, he's going to he's going to L.A. He's going to California, so and yeah. that's where he met Briggs. That's where he
1: found the that vein. This uh, yeah, you know, this that, song had a very Briggs vibe to me for sure. It had
5: a super dual meaning though, because I got a kind of a more a darker like when he says "gonna." And again, this is just my morbid brain. brain. No, no, I'm with you on the morbid. But when he talks about the Golden Gate get my feet wet in the ocean. All I thought of is, remember that documentary called The Bridge about all the people, like the Golden Gate is still oh, yes. the number yeah. two spot in the world where people kill right. themselves.
4: All right, well, this is weird because a lot of my notes were about some of these songs sound like... Suicide notes? Yeah. They kind of do.
3: Yeah,
4: in a, is that in, in a weird way. Yeah, no. But they could be interpreted the opposite. But I,
2: I never got that. I kind of got that. And we got it this 20, afternoon. The twenty something years I've been listening to this never got that vibe at all.
5: I'm still living the dream. For me, it's not over. Like, it's just this like he can't get it out of his head.
2: Well, he's always he's been going on about the fucking hippie dream, <laughs> hippie dream man. for twenty-two albums, Mike, you know? Mike, yeah.
5: this song is not about Crosby
1: Stills and Nash. No,
2: this one isn't, but there is one that we're gonna talk about <laughs> later on. I
1: had a note. I had a note. What is the ocean's daughter?
2: Yeah, that's I had a yeah. That was a big question if of mine. If it
1: fits in with what you guys are saying. It, it's, oh. a, it's death. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, wasn't a, the original thing? She with, waved me over. You original, know, and he's up
3: yeah,
2: on the bridge, right? I took out my spyglass yeah. and you know after a ship passed and
1: yeah.
3: Well,
5: the original thing with mermaids and correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean it's a Disney movie now, but it, the whole idea was like them luring sailors right you into the, into the water, right? So I mean. I don't know. Yeah. I, that's I, I totally got that vibe. That weird. You know
2: what I true. thought that middle verse was about? The ocean's daughter one was about him moving out to Malibu with Briggs. It could going put my. You know, it's about moving to the beach. Yeah, and you know, doing Zuma, and, and you know, on those beach. on those gigs that they played, before, while they were recording this, they were all heavy on the songs from Zuma, apparently, because that was like Briggs one of Briggs' favorite albums.
5: Yeah. Mm, and, I can uh, hear that.
2: Yeah, but I never got the. You no, know, now that you bring it up, now that's that's I'm. That's all I'm going to hear now.
5: Not overwhelmingly, but there's like touches of it, like in not to bring it back to town meeting again, but our number one song on Spotify is West of Seattle, and there's heavy suicide vibes in that song, but that isn't necessarily what it's about. It's just uh, I, I I mean it's like any Neil song. There's like three or four meanings in it. And everyone has their opinion, and then Neil speaks, and it's like, "No, this song was about a tree I saw in Arizona,
2: right, yeah, exactly, yeah,
4: that was not about so I just you know the big
2: black car i when I first heard this, I'm like, that's Mort, he's talking about driving out to you know start his adventure I took
5: that as the the car was a metaphor for old black, like this is how I start my journey with this guitar, oh, okay." But it could be. I mean, it's probably both. It's probably or I don't know. It's
1: None. It's all and none. Yeah. It's Neil. Fucking Neil. Fucking Neil, man.
5: Talking about Neil, you
1: man. And me. I love the whole talking about yeah shit that yeah. he does. Yeah. Talking
2: about eternity. Yeah. Oh,
1: I love it. Talking about the big time. Yeah. And okay. what does
2: he mean by big time? Now that that again that it's could have a not dual that meeting shot.
1: Yeah, that sucks. Don't <laughs> ever drink
2: that
5: shot.
4: Actually, it was. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> it was about that it needed I invented a fucking, that fucking it shot. It needed a bird. <laughs> was was big time about. Put a bird in it. Music or was is big it, time about life.
2: Right, that's what I that's my question. Death. It's like talk about eternity, talking about the big time. So it's like Till death do us I part. It's like we're only here
4: taking a dirt nap. Right. That's, I got really morbid on this one.
2: That's what I could see it as also. And it's yeah. kind of like, you know, I'm talking about the big time. It's kind of like that's, you know, Briggs died. This, and so that's this what he's saying. But he did a lot. He did a lot before he died. Yeah. That's what he's saying right here. I'm talk- like, you're going to be dead forever. So yeah. do it now. Take the trip now. Drink the potion now.
5: I like that. You know, make
2: it happen now. Because yeah. I'm talking about the big time. You know, I'm talk- you're going to make the big time. Okay, well. You better start because yep. the real there's only one destination
4: in life. It sounds like we're all gonna make the big time. Right. And yeah. we are. That's right. And
1: yeah. and I agree with you. I think that this this last verse felt the most briggsy to me. Just with the whole like talking about a friend of mine, a gold mine, yeah. Rich's Vane. You know, oh, that's like, to me,
2: that's obviously about Briggs.
1: Yeah. And then the enemy inside of you know, just that whole thing to me was was very And then just it's weird too, because he almost equates it to like a, a romantic relationship a little bit.
2: Well, it could really doesn't have to be romantic. I mean, no, no, that's- no I
1: just mean as far as lyrically and, and sort of the imagery of it, it, it could you one could with just with the chorus. I mean, I'm still living the dream we had. For me, it's not over. You, I feel like on surface level, people would think this is like a post breakup sort of a thing, right? But like if you know the whole thing, it seems very Briggsy to me. In a way, you know. Well, him and he's Briggs gone, had a similar but, and, vision, and, and they right. right yeah, he's still going, and he's still going. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, for yeah, me, it's knows. not
2: over. Just because you're gone, for me, it's not over. Yeah,
1: and 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 it's like he says, like you read in that in the, at the top of the episode. He, I had to get one under my belt. You know. Yeah. Like without Briggs, but can we talk about the fucking solo in this? Because it's so goddamn. I don't know good. if I can. I don't know if I can. It's, it's so, so good, good man. <laughs> I wrote down six twenty-seven. All right. Um. Which is that real awesome part that I love. But even going as far back for listeners on your own as like 5:30, when that, when it's. I'll
5: start around 6:20.
1: are awesome. And then where's that one where he does it? That? Oh, I, I must not have heard it, but he does that yeah. like thing. Yeah. Oh God, that's so fucking good. It's
5: this, this album is, I mean, you notice it every album on the, like the archives versus Spotify, but this album, especially to me, and maybe because I listen to it so much, um, it, the archives just fucking it's
1: yeah so high res yeah, you can really hear you
2: can hear every yeah. every like nook and cranny <laughs> dude and, I
1: noticed it so much and yeah. anyone else noticing the music arcade you can like hear him like yeah.
2: That was just amazing. When you oh, listen,
1: yeah. when you listen on the, on, too the much. on the archives, man, it's too high res. You can on, hear his fucking mouth sound On uh, it's such music a, arcade, yeah, yeah, it's such a beautiful song. But I'm yeah. like Neil, like fucking wipe the sides of your mouth. Have some dude. squirt. Jesus that yeah, was
5: squirt. It's a
4: little weird.
5: Oh, he's eating pretzels. In between now you. I just rub the sides of <laughs> my mouth. Yeah. Do Did
3: you guys
2: see the video on the archives for this? No, it's um, it's just some live footage interspersed with him. Driving what I think is Mort because he says he still has Mort. I can't even imagine. But it's, it's, he's just driving it over the, like the plains pretty much. It's flat. I mean, he's just, um, but it's, it's funny because they focus in on this one girl, like right up front while they're playing and she's just like losing her shit, Hmm. which I think is a great thing. It just shows like the spirit of, you know, there's, you totally love this, you still love it. You know, and that, that's what I'm getting from the video thing. Is like he still loves doing it. Briggs is gone. A lot of people have passed. He's taken a lot of shit. It's become bigger than, you know, he could possibly handle, yet he still loves doing it. You know, mm-hmm. and I think it all comes in on that girl. Check out the video, though. It's pretty... For this song, Oh, and you know what else song? they do in it? Yeah, and for Big Time. They um, recreate the On the Beach album cover. Oh, really? They have him, like, getting out of Mort and oh. walking to the water... And then you see the table and the umbrella and the that's chairs and cool. stuff. That's fucking cool. And then they kind of they kind of cool. flash the on the beach cover a little bit, so you kind of get the reference. That's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's I pretty like that. awesome. I'll check that out. Yeah. Well, nice. Let's go to Loose Change before Luke fucking loses his shit. <laughs> Loose Change is the best fucking song, guys.
4: Shut the fuck up. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. i like to just That's like sort of reggae
5: like i like how you hear neil right away the house of cards yeah. is just fucking neil.
3: House of cards. so let me
5: let me tell you about the song why i sent it to you guys it's not even the song itself it's it's literally that five minute jam on one note Ooh, what the Sorry. hell was that my phone just jeepers but it, it's 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 just perfect it's fucking perfect,
2: yeah, that it, was another complaint about from a lot of critics when it came out. too repetitive, but they uh, just don't they don't obviously they weren't feeling it, yeah, it's sure it's only like a couple of notes, but it's it's awesome. They ride the groove
1: my favorite part of the end of this the the whole long quote unquote pointless jam at the end is how it it starts one way. And then at about... And you really you really start to f- feel it become something else. Yeah. And then at like eight minutes in... Because Ra- Ralph sort of starts the whole thing with his like dunk, 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 dunk yeah. type of thing. But then at like eight minutes in, you really hear Billy and Poncho walk in with him. Mm-hmm. And they've been slowly building towards it. But then Billy's doing it on the bass too. And Poncho's doing it. And it's like... And they're all yeah. in it. And then it's like, oh, this is what we've been leading to. And here we are, you know? Yeah. It's
2: like a Bo Diddley thing going on. Yeah. It's like yeah. an Eastern Bo Diddley yeah, thing. It's, like, could, a it's like a chanting, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of thing.
1: And like, and I, I, I felt as if the horse was kind of in the mindset of, yeah, Neil's doing whatever the fuck Neil's doing. Let's all lock in together and, right. do, and do a thing. You yeah. know, and because Neil's just doing, he's fucking whatever, yeah. Yeah. and and they're just fucking, you yeah. know. Just it, they're just in it. Yeah, they're just in it's it. And hypnotizing. Then that, it's hypnotizing. just like naturally. It, hypnotizing is a great yeah, word. Yeah, it
2: is. You get lost in it.
1: Uh, it just feels like so natural, you know.
2: Well, that's, that's a great and thing about this album. Too, it is. Yeah. That's what's great about this album. Probably what people... The quality that critics didn't like about it is it is it's it's organic and it's spontaneous. Yeah, there's not a lot of overdubbing going on here, you know. If any, yeah, I can't
5: picture any overdubbing.
2: Right. It's just
1: yeah. It's it's maybe it's, the keys at one point, but it, it it's loose, but it's um, it's loose change, Russ. Yeah, and it, and 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 it it just feels the end feels free, like free, you know, um, like they're. You know, and, and, uh, what was it? I just really like that, um, they, they sort of fall into this thing where you can kind of just tell that they're, they're, and I know the horse and Neil do this all the time, but it just felt, it feels different. It feels different where they're in in this zone, this horse zone, Mm -hmm. right? But. The Briggslessness of mm-hmm. it kind of ha- adds this other element. It feels like another level. Yeah, it's like,
2: and it's probably because they've been playing gigs in these clubs and they've been doing, right. you know, they've been jamming yeah, yeah, these songs yeah, yeah. in the club so they're 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 ready. They're right. they're in live mode. Yep. You know, they're they're pretty tight at this point, mm-hmm, and yep. they've been having a good time at these club gigs. So the lyrics know. are also great too.
5: Oh, they're yeah, they're yeah. really great. Um, just ignore those. I can I'll edit those That's out. Fine. Um, can we Not to shift gears too crazily But can we talk about the album cover Yeah What is that to you guys
2: I'm not quite sure I, I think you know you've got the Native American It's an illustration of Native Americans Dancing yeah. In a encampment But it's an illustration that Looks like it's taken from a, a Textbook Right, Like it's not done by Native Americans And then
5: obviously. like just a uh, like a photo of an old. Who, like an
2: inset of like a. Who is that? Is that a. Story? I don't know. It's it like says a young. It's. On
1: the credits.
2: It's like a young guy with a fiddle.
5: Yeah. And what um, the hell I think
1: is that?
2: Maybe point? that's. I, I don't know. Maybe that's like. That's Briggs really? to him. Like this is the. Front, the,
1: front cover. Uh, like, George Cat, Catlin Sue Bear Dance from the collection of Gilcrease Museum, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Back cover: the panel uh, and paintings by KPOB, uh, and then yeah, it doesn't say anything oh, about Oh,
5: KPOB—that's the... the station Mike worked at in yeah New
2: York. Uh, over in uh, Des Moines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then Larry Cragg did more photography, but it doesn't really mention anything about the like who the person weird is. Weird picture of the dude. Yeah, it Wait, see, is I think it... that's like that's like it's
2: Briggs, Rusty Kershaw, and it's that's supposed to be Briggs and like the the Native American dancing. Is kind of like everybody else, but okay. Briggs was that guy who was kind of like set himself apart from it. Yeah, and had an overview of the That's whole thing. The
4: only thing that makes sense. Yeah, There's not a lot of Native Native American imagery in the songs.
5: No, not, no. In, the, not in this one compared right. to his other and ones. And it's, it's interesting not even how a lot he takes of
4: lyrics in the songs. There,
2: maybe know. I'm I'm not. I'm, maybe I'm reading into it too much. It's weird. He takes a Western image. Yeah. Impression of Native Americans, yeah, you know what I mean. From like a, it's from a, a some illustration from some textbook or something. So, I, that's the only thing I get is that the guy in the inset is supposed to be Briggs, and he's he was the outsider,
1: and he's sort of conducting it, but apart from it,
2: well, he's just he's just apart from it, and the fiddle just. Or he's- Represents that, you know, he's this musical entity that's apart from the rest of everyone else dancing like, in unison.
5: He's the one good part of Western civilization that didn't murder every Native American.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you would call... I don't there are some people who would not agree with that. No, just saying yeah. Briggs was a great part of Western civilization from what I've read.
5: You know what's weird is he was 51 when he died. Yeah. It's not old. That's not
2: old at all. No, no. Lung how cancer, old was man? Neil
1: at this? In, in Probably around the same age, right? He's
5: seventy-five yeah,
2: now. He was, yeah. He was. I think he was fifty. Really? I think.
5: Yeah. In ninety-six, maybe. Well, I mean, he's eternal.
2: <laughs> all right. He's, a, he's vampire. a vampire. He's a time traveling so. vampire. So. Yeah. So he
5: was. Oh, he was eternity at this point. Okay. <laughs> but still. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah, I mean,
1: as we're talking, he's
4: spending some time in the 1600s. Yeah. You know, he's there right now. He was in that picture of the Native Americans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll be back th- <laughs> uh, tomorrow. There's going to be some weird shit out. Bat! <laughs> this bat gave me All cholera. Right. <laughs> All right, let's go to slip away. Let's,
2: let's slip away, yes. <laughs> It's just beautiful, yeah, this, isn't it?
1: This song It's
2: simple, me. so simple. It's the way they're playing it, you know. And you know what? That's yeah. again. This song sounds it, it could fit right in with a lot of the '90s alternative stuff that's going. on I was going to say time.
1: the the uh, when the song first starts, there's a guitar sound uh, that's that is very '90s. Yeah, yeah, like that—the guitar sound that happens at the top, mm-hmm. and then it shifts into that more brown, brown, and then then it, that other thing you pointed out. There's so many like really it's like interesting, like shimmering, but beautiful, spark, but simple. It's like a chandelier. Layers that, yeah. that I was I've I still haven't made my final decision. I was I've been going back and forth between these top three songs as to which one is it's my favorite. Really hard, but this one at one point when I was listening and driving, it fucking I I. I was like, "This is this song is so good." That
2: change right there. I mean, we talked to Bill Janovitz from Buffalo Tom. You hear that a lot in Buffalo Tom's music. Yeah, you know, there's that this, the, this beautiful melody, kind of shimmering,
1: like a jangly you know, sort. Yeah, of, yeah,
2: it's not quite jangly, not jangly. It's, it's, yeah, I guess it's, it's more, like it's the birds more or metallic, more jingly, uh, Jungly. No, oh, it's you no, know it, it's more chug. I think it's ga- <laughs> it's
3: gangly. <laughs>
2: it's chug. <laughs>
3: Somewhere. I love
2: you, Chug.
5: Ridiculous. <laughs> no, this was this was hard. This would this didn't make this my song top three, gorgeous, but this man. was like it was right there. And uh, there was a part I didn't write it down, but I love that he left in. You can hear um, you can hear Ralph slip a little bit on the mm-hmm. drums, like at a few parts. It's not noticeable unless you've listened to it twenty five times, like I did this week. But it's just like a <laughs> Russ, I'm sure you heard. Well, he's
2: a little like he's just a fraction awful. behind. Well, yeah, right? I also think that's he... that's like if you listen to like grunge, like if you listen to like Matt Cameron uh, of uh, Soundgarden, he plays like that. He's just okay. like mm-hmm. that tiny, tiny millisecond yeah. behind the rest of the band, which gives it kind of a swing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
5: Well, but there's a few like one or two specific spots where it catches up with them, and you can kind of hear him. But he grabs back on. And I just I love that it just that's what I love about these first three songs is it's they're just as is you can tell yeah, there's not it's organic very super organic yeah, yeah.
2: and well, I think this is Ralphie's best performance on the album oh, yeah. I, I wrote, despite wrote, those little little parts I wrote that down too because
1: it's not your typical Ralph because not at all normally Ralph is just. Riding the ride and the snare, right. and he's just kind of keeping the time. Yeah, he's just kind of yeah. he's just riding. You know, he's yeah. on the horse and he's fucking riding. Right. He's on the but horse. with this one, man, I unless which I think we're all assuming, probably rightfully so, that there isn't probably no overdubs done in this. I can't, uh, and and I don't know if you guys noticed that there's a, a a somewhat consistent tambo going on a tambourine, mm-hmm. and um, he's also playing with. Tom, he's playing the toms and this so this is not a typical ralphie drum well thing. So actually he's, billy's playing
2: the tambourine is bill playing yes yeah, so i think they probably overdubbed the tambourine okay. all right Did it but say the, that he gets, Yeah, he gets the credit for the okay tambourine. so then
1: yeah. i'm wrong there but i do love what ralphie's doing as yeah, far as this is like a really cool just he's, Ralphie he's performance. like yeah the toms he's really making use of the toms yeah. which is not your normal ralphie thing he's it's really interesting. Yeah. I, I I agree. I think it's it's nice to hear Ralph do something like that. It's, I think
2: this this album and Sleeps with Angels, yeah, are the, at least the most interesting, Crazy Horse performances yeah. where they veer off mm-hmm. a little more from just being the backing band and, uh, you know, creating the canvas for Neil.
1: This yeah. this song, to me, it just got better and better as it went along. Yeah, I love can, this song. Can you a lot. go to uh four forty five? There's some really pretty guitar stuff. Um, and he kind of comes back in with that.
3: You
1: know, yeah. um But then you don't have to go to it, but if if people at home want to just kind of pay attention to as the song progresses at around like seven minutes in, you get these like double clack things too. Mm -hmm. And I I wonder if that might be overdubbed, but it's like this like sort of...
4: I I did hear hear that. I really tried to listen to the drums.
1: Yeah. You hear it? Which is really interesting. You don't hear you don't hear them doing stuff like that too often,
2: right? And it totally works for the song. And it
1: build, it's fucking yeah. building. And I and I love that. And as far as going along with what the vibe is and the lyrics, to me, it really you do start to slip away. You know, it's 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 really cool, man. I I think it. Well, this song to me it, it yeah, takes you into like a dreamy sonic I, place. Yeah, you know, absolutely.
4: I, I love Neil and I love music, but all my note for this one was I needed to be stoned, and I wasn't this afternoon. Okay. Right? Yeah. See,
1: so that's what I'm saying. There's certain, it's pretty
2: good when you're stoned. I bet it is. <laughs> that's yeah, what I'm is. saying. There's yeah.
1: certain songs where it really all depends on what, and that's why I was going back and forth between these three songs as far as far as which is my favorite. Because there was a time when I was driving, and I was like. This is my favorite. Oh, they're Cause all Because it, so it took me. Oh, was, this again, I'm, a great driving I'll, I'll,
4: album. I'll, yeah. yeah. My my surprise for you will be that I'm not. Uh, these aren't all my top three. But that being said, they're so good. Right. No, so good. The totally. you know my if favorite. I if I had smoked a joint before, slip away, I'd be fine. But I was watching four kids. Yeah, give, you know,
5: get oh. uh, so a lighter. Like um, He's already had six. No, no. yeah, that, <laughs> five. That Miller Yeah, you need some weed. Only You've only had shot. a six pack. Five. And a shock. Yeah, Fuck, build them. Only of, five. Russ, do you remember when we, we <laughs> played? I'm a professional here. Chris hired us to play, or his wife hired us to play, play his surprise. Mm, I don't know. 40? 40? 40th 40? birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Russ, do you remember the end of that show? Chris had more edibles
4: than anyone I oh, ever right. I had. could yeah. not he, speak. <laughs> He yeah. literally couldn't talk. <laughs> I couldn't talk. But the next day, my dad's like, What was wrong with you? I'm like, Well, Mike Mayo showed up and he just kept feeding me this 15 milligram thing. And
3: here goes Man, 15 Mike, milligrams.
4: Please. That's. But it To was, me, that's a
2: lot. I to me, that's a lot too because 10 I. That is perfect for me.
4: I like the little mints that are two each. You can eat them all day. My buddy shows up with these friggin' stars of David and shit. I'm like, Mike,
2: did you, they had edible stars of David.
4: They do.
3: Wow,
1: that's that's cool. like a California thing. I think that's uh, cool.
4: That crazy friend of Joe Rogan's. That oh wow, Coco, whatever his goddamn name is. That's That cool. fat ass. Oh, oh Joey man. Diaz. Yeah, Joey that, that a... guy.
5: Mike, did you just pull another fucking, one out of the? I
0: think I, I think
2: I got whatever was left. in I here. was
0: getting <laughs> a fucking blow job. We it. Yeah, that
5: guy, Fucking platted. We call that strand uh, leftover babe.
2: Leftover babe.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tell babe thanks, man. <laughs>
5: Yeah. Anyway, no, I know what you're saying. The thing that I find most impressive about all three of these songs is those long stretches at the end. They're w- almost entirely one note each. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're
2: very hypnotic, very Eastern sounding. Yeah, chanting. You could like chant like Buddhist. You could hear Buddhist monks yeah, chanting some, like, along oh, with them. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, kind of thing going on. Yeah, and, that was really. Creepy. But yeah, it's it's nice. meant to you know you're meant to ride the groove. This isn't noodling. Right, yeah. you know what I mean. This isn't like it's fish the, going on for twenty minutes. And, yeah. Right, exactly. This is just you're riding that groove and you're feeling it. And they they captured that. Yeah, you know that, that's, that's and that's what Briggs wanted him to do. That's right. you know Briggs told him you got to keep it focused, yeah. close to the source. You know, and this is it right here. This is like, yeah,
1: this song kind of captures encapsulates that yeah. A, yeah. a lot, especially like I said with the lyrics too. You're you slip it's he slips away. Yeah. You know, it's Let's, can we talk about the lyrics for a second? That it's sure. like.
2: He's talking about a woman. Yeah. Yeah. And at first I thought she was, you know, like something was going on in her life. She wasn't happy, but when the music started, she'd slip away. So mm-hmm. music as an escape, which is something we can all relate to. Or mm-hmm. is it like once the music, is she someone like that comes to the gig with him and then when the music starts, she disappears?
5: It feels metaphorical to me. It feels more she represents something else that slips away, like that, uh... Because uh, he
2: mentions the bulletproof limousine, the smoke and the lights in the nightclub. It kind of sounds like in a weary way. It's like the same thing all the time. But when the music starts, it's every makes everything okay. Yeah. It's That's
5: still, what I get from it. Still feels metaphorical to me. It feels like she represents the rest of the world. Like, the anxiety, the stress, or whatever. And then when the music starts, it's like, it all...
4: I wrote all that down. Same stuff. Yeah. I thought a lot of this album sounded like metaphors. Not literal. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
5: Actually, this song is about CSN-
3: <laughs> Y. This is the one about Crosby, about Crosby, Stills, Crosby. and Nash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, I, I got more of a, a sort of a, metaphor, a metaphorical vibe. Just the, the whole like you said, she that first verse, even the, she lives in the TV sky. She lives in such pain. She rides in a bulletproof stretch limousine. It's sort of, it's, it's like a, a um, no, not to get too Dexter here, but it's kind of like Neil's, Neil's, um, dark passenger. You know what I mean? And, but when the music starts, it just kind of,
5: I thought I told you no Dexter. References. I'm sorry,
1: man, but you brought Billy Joel into this one. So that's, that's fair. Well, that's, get fair. That's, yeah. fair. Yeah. that's fair.
2: Yeah. We're just living here in Allentown.
1: It's not going to say. They're closing right? all the you know factories what? down. I know. <laughs> he's he's watching you shit
5: on me. These boys the are The union it people going. ran away.
1: <laughs> Whatever, guys. Only the good die young. So let's fucking move on. You know how those Catholic girls are. Oh, <laughs> my God, dude. Sooner I or later, it comes down it. to fate.
5: I yeah. just, I don't want to uh, point out the obvious but <laughs> right, right now, it <laughs> is, is 5 o'clock on a Saturday. That's it. <laughs>
2: so. <laughs> all right. It only feels like it's 1130. Uh,
5: Oh shit. Here comes the regular crowd. Stumbling in.
1: <laughs> this microphone stinks. We're changing highways
3: every traffic. I see the lights turn to something graphic. With my suitcases.
2: How awesome are those backing vocals? Fucking awesome, yeah. right? Yeah, so refreshing. It's when just you hear when you hear the horse. And that's like, and this singing. song is like so different from the first three songs. Yeah, yeah. And that, maybe that's the whole thing of changing highways. Like you're on this groove, this chanting hypnotic groove, and then all of a sudden, you're in a fucking truck. You know, yeah,
5: especially after peeing so- in a
2: fucking soda bottle.
5: <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Have you ever done that?
2: You're ch- yes, I delivered end. for Amazon. You kid, Gatorade yeah. bottles. <laughs> I you got to get this stuff with a wide hole, or yeah. else you're just going to get it all over. Wait,
5: you. is that movie Nomad about you? That's right. I knew it.
2: Nomad <laughs> Amazon, Nomad Attleboro <laughs> Land. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
5: man. Uh, No, yeah, especially after that long, like. How like mesmerizing, sparkly and like, yeah,
2: just ethereal. Of, You're just floating away. through these songs.
5: It's like here we fucking go. Like,
2: all right, get the whiskey out. Yep. Yeah, this yeah. song could easily have been on Ragged Glory. Oh yeah. Or Stars
4: and Bars. It's know? it's yeah, very. I have to uh, admit, it feels like it might. Maybe it should have been on a different album. This I one I really like it. Yep.
5: I think he might be I'm, right. Although no, I'm, I'm not. Kinda, I'm not upset I'm about it. Really Chris. like it.
1: I I like it a lot. I just it it doesn't. Well, it's kind of well i love this album as it is though so it's tough i don't want to cut it I, I don't know i'm not saying yeah, i just yeah, I your first
5: three songs are your weed songs and then you're going into your alcohol here you know yeah, what i mean it's right
2: like, yeah, yeah. well it's a, you're changing highways well this one's you're me, getting it, it, off yeah, it right, you got
1: here. me
4: all figured out so i'm happy uh, yeah. i like what is going <laughs> on. To,
1: to, to me this one also is very uh, stop doing that is very um jesus it, christ Russ. i know well every, perfect every, perfect segue because this one is very churchy to me this song is very gospel every okay. five minutes Russell. Like, yeah, like, this album to me is. <laughs> no whatever man <laughs> billy joel
5: he keeps leaning his phone
2: you know Russ, <laughs> you fucking glass. They, you come in my bar and you put bread in my jar <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and i say man man what are you doing here? here
1: listen i come in your room <laughs> is what i do <laughs> i love that neil's lyric in this is with my suitcase and my broom i come in your room right yeah. right i like that now what does that mean
5: no i don't you, i know what you're that's doing that's you know what but you know, I know what you're doing what does that mean luke it means
1: he wrote it down he wrote down it means he wrote down cue luke no. making no. a. you know what yeah. it
5: means it means that neil probably
4: had a bottle of red a bottle of white <laughs> oh god <laughs>
1: it he's mean, saying that there was there was scenes
4: hey man, <laughs> hey, man. things are okay with me
1: these days <laughs> Oh, we need to end yeah, We've,
3: had too too much. Much. <laughs> We've had too
4: much. That's enough.
3: We've had too. Enough.
2: No more Billy Joel from this point on. <laughs> yeah, nice. Try. We're almost done.
1: Stop.
3: <sighs>
2: I like. I. I kind of like that line that I with my suitcase and my broom. It's like he's coming in. Yeah. With ideas and to clean up or to sweep away something, and then the, I love this line that um, is this our music in your manger? Yeah. Oh,
5: I didn't pick. I didn't grab that.
2: Like. Okay, so what's a manger? That's like a shelter, right, or like a place you put it's animals. Like
5: a barn. I mean, it's, if you're saying manger, you're associating you're it with Jesus, it with or Christmas. With
3: baby right? Baby Jesus. Yeah. So you're Christmas. you're kind of
2: taking in my music. Is this our music in your manger? And now it's time for your exit too. I think is
1: the lyric. And is this your exit, too? And is this we're, your exit, too? And then he too. says we're changing Actually, higher. I was right. there
5: for the birth of Christ. That's
1: right. I knew Jesus.
5: We played uh, ambulance blues while he was being born. Those wise men?
4: Jeez. Fucking
1: dumb men. Yeah, was, they weren't too wise. Yeah, me. Fra-
5: frankincense, gold, myrrh, and me playing ambulance blues. What Jesus. the fuck is myrrh?
1: <laughs>
2: Jesus helped me right bite the bullet
1: frankincense more like frankenstein that baby was fucking dead jesus christ that thing had no life to it
5: <laughs> anyway Maine just kind of sucked for playing music the horse wasn't too wild about it
4: <laughs> uh, anyways i had some notes that it's back on to traffic with lights and traveling which is no surpri- surprise as for a neil song yeah but the more i listen I, you know of course i'm standing in my kitchen listening on the headphones while kids are screaming at me but it sounded like, I don't know where he was in his life, but it sounded like maybe he was changing lovers at the time. It, for for me, is Could what it kind of sounded like.
5: And who knows when he wrote it, this. And, and,
4: and he talks about, well, he showed up at that hotel, and is this your exit, too? Mm. Like, here I am. Are you fucking leaving your friend, too? I, I, I got... Just, hmm. When you're okay. saying
5: that, it That's definitely feels more like a Stars yeah. and Bars song. Especially listening to those lyrics Right Huh Yeah eh. just what I wrote fucking Neil, fucking Neil man Fucking Neil man, man.
2: Alright let's get on to Scattered oh, So this is what I think, Chris, you brought this up first, that he sounds like he's lost.
4: That's, that's what I or feel like. Or he's trying
2: to find direction. He's and finding
4: direction. He's walking around. He's happy about it. He's not really upset. He's that melancholy, I'm all right, Yeah. but am I all right? Yeah.
3: Right.
4: And, and, and this is what hit me when I was a kid, and just today when I listened, is that's me. I feel that way. I'm I'm torn. This was uh, am I pissed? The most relatable song, am I, or am I not? Yeah.
2: yeah, I think he. This is the way he was feeling with Briggs not there. A hundred percent. You know, hard for him it, to it concentrate. Makes sense. I'm yeah. Glad to
4: be here to learn that. That yeah. makes sense.
5: My only, my two, the two notes I wrote because I love this song. I I just wrote Briggs, like, and then I just wrote he's lost, right? You know, and I and I I don't even know. I. F- it feels like the death of Briggs. Hit him in ways he didn't think it would because he's lost people along the way. Right, he's written full albums about it, but mm-hmm. I think this one affected. Well, now
1: him. he's, you know, they're in their their middle aged. You know, he's in his fifties, yeah, whatever. And and Briggs has been with him for yeah, a yeah. long time. Plus, it's always there's there's always that weird thing when you lose someone so close to you, where you you have to keep living, and they're not. Yeah. You know, so you there's, there's a there's and some there's,
4: people could go the opposite way. Right. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you put it pr- really well, Chris, where there's sort of this thing of. Yeah, they're just they're not here anymore. And I have to think about living.
2: Right. I have to I have and to. And
1: like, so I have to mourn, but I don't. But who, I can't who, who, stop living. And who knows how to mourn right. when you have to keep on going? Yeah, a, I, you know, it's like, do. Am I OK? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I must be because I'm still. Right. For me, it's not over. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I wrote know. down the
4: words old soul, and I think it was in the song somewhere, and if it wasn't, then maybe he said, he's he talking says, like, about... In the verse, breaks.
1: it says, like a comet painted on the sky like an old soul, right. over um, darkness you'll fly. Yeah. Can I uh,
2: it, give you a side note about the comet thing? He mentions mm, the comet a in couple songs. There was some, yeah. there was some two songs. celestial stuff in the there whole were two, album. There were two, in 1996, there were two comets that were visible mm-hmm. to the human eye and that was the Hale-Bopp comet. No way. Yeah, I no, seriously. Say, I, I, yeah. No, because I, wrote, I, I remember yeah, seeing I the Hale-Bopp comet, yeah, and it was, Hale-bop. it was fucking amazing because it had two tails, and you just couldn't believe what you were seeing for like a month straight was this comet when the fucking sun went down. It was one of the first things you saw, and it was pretty fucking amazing. And then there was another one. I don't know if I'm saying this right. The Hayukuteik comet. That was in March. The Hale-Bopp was in May. So you had these two major celestial events. You could see these comets with the naked eye. And so I think that worked its way into Neil's music somehow. And you know how he was about the full moon? Yeah. He had this thing where whenever there was a full moon, he would turn into a wolf. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a, a vampire. No, he's a, That's stupid.
5: I did a stint Come at on, Heaven's Mike. Gate. Get your shit together. Get I a,
4: once I was a wolf. <laughs>
2: But it's like he would he would have to record then, yeah. but I'm sure like everybody in the world could see this comet, and I'm sure he would look at it, and I'm sure that that's what he's re- referring to that's in what here I because he recorded he, yeah. in March.
1: I figured that's what it was because I remember being in elementary school and hearing about that yeah. comet they like taught they told us about it. And uh, I was like, that must be what he's singing about because the time w- would be right. Yeah, 1996.
2: Yeah. And you know the thing about the Heaven's Gate people. Yeah,
3: I just made yeah, a joke, joke about it. So. Oh, did
2: you really? Yeah. I missed that. I'm sorry. What did you I said,
5: say? I said, I did a stint in Heaven's Gate. Oh, my God. Oh my, I, I followed it. T and Doe.
2: <laughs> I had the same Nikes.
5: <laughs> I got $5 in my pocket.
2: It was $5.75. Oh, was it? Yes. yes. Oh, man. All right.
5: Ugh, I'm fascinated by that. Shit.
2: That's, I mean, that's insane. Yeah, and you know why they had those sneakers? I don't remember. Because they got a good deal on them. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't some fucking deep meaning or whatever uniform thing. They just got a good deal on getting a bunch of fucking sneakers to die in. Ugh. So,
5: <laughs> you know, you know what the most fucked up thing about that, and this is just a personal theory I have, because Marshall Applewhite was gay. Okay. A thing, but he grew up religious, right? So it's like this whole fucking horrible, like suicidal cult could have been avoided if we just weren't so shitty
3: to people. Right. If we just said, okay, we'll we'll back you up. Well, well, Luke, it's weird because
1: when you were when we were on our break and you were peeing, um, me and Russ made out. uh, Yeah, but while we were making out, I I I, in between kisses, I was (laughs) saying, "Hey, how fucked up was that?" (laughs) was that shooting in Atlanta recently with, you know, that was horrible. Yeah. And uh, I was reading about it, and the kid was, like, evangelical, of course. Shocking. And was going to some some conversion type of thing. He's just troubled. He, he wasn't gay, necessarily, but he, he struggled with, with quote-unquote, sex and porn addiction. And I was like... If the church just got their fucking shit together, they never and, will. Yeah, but that that's is a big part of shit like that, man. Yeah. And so, yeah, you make a good point. But anyway, so anyway, the
4: comets made it into <laughs> this album. Kind of annoyed that I missed. Right. It, it was well, so, make celestial it. shit that's here yeah. in I, the album.
1: Yeah. Er, er, uh, earlier on, I talked about how I sort of had that the reverse reaction to someone saying how um, he what did some critics said some bullshit about him not. Uh, I, don't, I can't even remember, but I was basically saying how I was feeling as if the opposite, whereas even as he gets older, he's still such a consistently great writer. Mm-hmm. And, I think he gets better as he gets older. Yeah, and this, this song to me was one of, I was, it's oh. re- it's a great right. song. The changes, uh, lyrically, it's it's interesting. It's um, I just think it's great, man. I, I like it a it lot. It feels
5: like he wrote it in Vienna.
1: Stop, man. We put it. Oh, man. All right. Go to this town unless someone else has more stuff on. Uh, all, right.
4: all I had. Relax,
1: was... we didn't start the. Scattered
4: fun. was. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Sorry, sorry, uh, Chris. Go ahead. <laughs> it, was, it, it was always turning since the world's been burning. Can, mm. Hold on, before so you, like, right?
5: before you get into this, we me we Tom eating before all this nonsense. We played a show in. Portland, Oregon, and you
4: only played eighties Joel.
5: We got no, okay, so we. (laughs) I wish, but we got we we got to Portland a day early, so the night before we just had a night to do whatever, and me and our bassist at the time, this guy Bad News Bradshaw, fucking shout out to Bad News. Bad News. We went to a karaoke bar, and when we walked in, uh, this dude stepped up, and he did. We didn't start the fire by Billy Joel. I've never seen anyone nail. A song like this guy did because that's not an easy karaoke. No, song. Oh, yeah. it happens. That's got to be a level fucking seven. You could do it if, if I practiced <sighs> for top, a while. Man. And he probably did. No, in he front was of the drunk mirror. enough and it was perfect. <laughs> right? I'm just saying. With a hairbrush. I've just, done the Humpty Dance. I'm just saying. <laughs> perfect. I'm just saying. The the fucking. you. When you go into a karaoke bar, karaoke bar, you put your fucking name in. Six songs. Like, you you don't know who's going before you and the right. poor girl who followed him. And he fucking burned the place down. People were, like, breaking right. windows. They were so excited by this guy. He nailed every lyric. He fucking killed it.
1: It was Billy Joel. Luke just didn't know what he looked like.
5: <laughs> no, but he, he murdered the song, and then the girl that followed him did... Uh, these
2: Hands by Jewel.
1: Oh, oh
5: God! Hey oh, man, God. Ben Keith
3: produced I mean, that like, record, so I,
5: it's I don't a know. fine song. Uh. But it just it couldn't have tanked harder after that, and right. I felt so Oof. bad. But anyway,
4: <laughs> like I, I remember doing "Youth Gone Wild" skit row. Yeah, like, okay. Like a foot up on an amp with my hand, <laughs> and my buddy was next to me. Like it rocked. Where was I rem- this? Do you God remember? Goodness. At a bar in Beverly, Mass. Okay. Irish bar. But okay, shocker. It was fun. Yeah, nice. Whatever. <laughs> but anyway, so my note was uh, about the metaphor again, and and I felt like if maybe we're talking about Briggs, maybe we're not, but the metaphor of the song is like uh, good humans being better people. That's what I got out of Scattered, and Scattered okay, is a huge one on my list here. I really like it. No, same. Um, I don't, I don't know if I got that as much. I can it, see that it, that, that it, we're it, all
2: we all have the same problems. We're all just trying yeah, to be better people. It
4: resonates with me as I personally am all over the mentally, I'm all over. Yeah, I'm everywhere. It's it's crazy for me. I, my my brain's nuts. So like this song worked for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love this song.
5: Yeah, yeah. totally. I agree. We should probably.
4: we're hitting
5: the two hour mark. All right. Okay. Let's hit. Let's hit this ten.
1: Oh, this is the one I meant where the 90s guitar at the top. that's very 90s. Yeah, you're right. It's Hootie.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Don't even start.
5: <laughs> you know, Chris, it sounds crazy, but it's true. Stop!
1: this
4: song i love that line yeah so right, that good. first line is one so of the shorter good, ones man. but it's great
1: mm. yeah i'm I like not the asleep song. when i'm lying down i'm asleep when i'm walking around yeah this town yeah definitely resonates line, man <laughs> yeah it is. So, yeah talk about just fucking you know a relatable this 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 album has a lot of relatable shit in it chris Here, how
4: man. are you so skinny Miller Lite, man. This fucking, yeah, he's drinking uh, light beer. He's uh, got uh, s- if you have to know stacked up. <laughs> I, I quit eating sugar. Oh okay. oh, okay. See,
1: that's the thing, man. Back I stopped in June, doing right. that, too. Back in July I, well, of last year. Sugar
4: and mo- all my carbs are beer. Okay. I don't eat snacks, and I don't eat bread. Okay. And, and I work out now. So right. there's, there's that. It's very impressive. It's pain in the ass. Balance.
5: It's an impressive stack of cans you got there for well, I saw you guys hours.
4: in Groton once, and I made a... 12 or 13 pile stack of cans. I think and I remember freaked that. out the people at the table with me.
5: I think I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this town. I like it. It's got You know what happens to me is it's this is uh we're coming to the end of the album and it's got I don't dislike it. It's very impactful, but it doesn't hit me like the first 3 songs. Well,
2: the first 3 songs are so huge. Yeah. That's and a I think that difference. I don't want to say it peter's out, but it just loses that
4: vibe.
1: Yeah. There's a nice, quick, tasty little solo in here at like 133, which is cool. He does it a couple times. You don't have to play yeah, it. We,
4: I got 223 written down. Yeah, it's the same, I think it's the
1: yeah, same solo. I, I love he it. He just does it a couple times.
5: Yeah, I'll play it. Why not?
1: Alright, yeah Any Anything else?
4: Mm, I don't have anything else no, I don't don't really either. All yeah. I got is Just same as before uh, yeah. uh, Sometimes you feel like you're on autopilot Yeah This song is a lot about autopilot you
1: know? Yeah Yeah, that's a good
5: That's good. Let's hit music arcade First acoustic al- song of the album And basically the end of the album it's the only one have to.
3: you ever been lost
0: have you ever
4: has the same like Neil maybe you should wipe your mouth it a, sucks
1: too because this song is so fucking and good. I love it
4: it it's, doesn't um, bother me but it's, it's weird
5: but it's definitely neil ASMR yeah
1: <laughs> you know I'm a I'm a sucker for just a, a neil a classic neil acoustic come on have man.
5: you ever been walking around <laughs> <laughs>
3: Stop.
1: I, I, other than the mouth sounds, I I do love just how raw how raw his voice is and He's very lip smacking. Yeah. Anyway, we're not gonna get through this, are we? Yeah, I love not. the
2: line I move pretty fast for my size.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know
2: why that hit me. I just I was like looked at him like that's odd. Why is he saying that?
5: I was, the why BF, is, I was the BFG once. Why is he
2: putting that in the song? I move pretty fast for
5: the my size. The big fucking size. giant.
2: <laughs> I really do like the end, though, where he says, I really didn't mean to stay as long as I have. He's yeah. talking about the comet. Uh, that, I,
4: that's why he that, said that. That plays back into what I was talking about. I really about didn't mean Luke to stay about... as long as I have? No. The, oh, I move pretty fast comet, for my yeah. size? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Because he said, there's a comet in the sky tonight. It makes me feel like I'm all right. I'm moving pretty fast for my size.
2: Okay. And then So I,
1: to me, I'm, that, that's... The comet's fucking huge, obviously, and it's moving real fast. That's what I. That's that's what I thought, at least. It's weird
2: because when you when Let's you care. looked at the comet, then it didn't look like it was moving at all. But it is. It is. It's moving right, super yeah. fast, but in relative. So it's got to a spaceship flying behind it. That's, well, it was whoa. just a small one. I don't think yeah. it could have fit all thirty nine of those people. I Think it could. I don't <laughs> I think know. They
1: had room. Just saying I think this song is great I love the lyrics There's also a lot of that Relatability oh. stuff in here too My cousin once Have told me Have you ever me- been lost Have you ever been found out Have you ever felt all alone At the end of the day Exactly Yeah that's yeah. a good thing. But then like, I,
4: It was back with the uh, Luke and I were talking about Sort of the Taking dirt nap stuff At the beginning The uh, I really didn't mean to stay So I'll be moving on mm-hmm. Where are you going? Are, are you moving on? Are you yeah. all done? Are you all done? And in, I drew a picture of a noose. Like I don't know what I was feeling when I was listening to it. In, it's a
2: well, d- if you drew a picture of a noose,
3: let
4: me try to figure that out.
2: You know, my, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. He br- he brings up had
1: the, some uh, issues over the last few years. He brings up the TV sky again in this song yeah. too. Yeah, which I thought was cool.
5: Well, that line, Chris, it's almost like Neil saying, "Man, what are we doing here?"
1: I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm asking myself right now. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Let's move on.
5: I, don't say that with De Niro nodding. You just do the <laughs> De Niro. Well, sexy.
1: we're talking about fucking you know mouth nope. sounds. A so.
5: <laughs> yep, little bit. A little bit.
3: Hey, Homer.
1: <laughs> all right. We that's, got one that's, fucking that's all song I got. left. Here we go. A little, little Jimmy Reed.
2: I love being able to hear the crowd. I do,
5: too.
1: I love that they're, like, the same level of... (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, you only used one mic. You barely hear the band. You hear hear the band, but not really, kind of. It's cool, man. I, like,
4: kept pausing it and going back, trying to listen to what the crowd was saying.
1: Yeah. I was trying to hear some words, too. It's mostly just... Yeah. Yeah. I got some notes, but, like, it's...
2: But, again... It's a shitty recording, but they got a good groove going on
1: I, and I I wrote that we've said this once and we've said it a thousand times and we'll keep saying it fucking Neil knows how to play the blues he's yeah well, man. and he, he does loves know how to, to play, play the blues. blues yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah he's real good at Th- it and we- he doesn't
1: do it like very often No, and and it's it is weird that he ends this album with this like this yeah it's like hilarious. That.
2: And now and it's eight minutes yeah yes. so yeah. did he need to fill time? And maybe that's so. why he didn't put interstate on there, or did he just not want to end on a note? Like I wanted interstate it. To, I wanted or the, music. I arcade. wanted
1: the. I'm so curious. Album about that. to end, yeah. Chris. You you just brought up the lyric, but I almost wanted the album to end with the "I'm moving on. I'll be moving on."
2: And this is him moving
1: on, yeah, to Jimmy Reed in right. the bar. It's just, well, yeah, I see. Mean. I
2: I saw the moving on, or I took the moving on as something else. Is like, well, I didn't mean to be here this long, but so I'll, I'll just be moving on. I'm just going to keep doing this. Well, I mean, almost, it it like, almost goes back to the scattered, it, it, yeah.
4: like, yeah, a lot of it was the, a lot of it was the, I, I'm looking to the future. This is '96. I'm Neil Fucking Young, right? But I'm still looking forward. Yeah, yeah it's I, I not felt even, that too.
5: It's not even moving on. So it's almost like he's saying if that's moving on, then I'm moving out.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah Luke.
5: You guys yeah. said you, I had no choice. I'm it sorry. seems like it's <laughs> such a no waste choice. of time. <laughs> I, I you had know, no choice. <sighs> I'm sorry. I had no choice. You guys kept saying moving on. What was I supposed
3: to do?
4: <laughs> you had no choice. <laughs> what what was
3: I supposed to what, do? I mean, seriously, man. He had no legs. <laughs> Yeah, had no legs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, I, I love how... And it works at the I, grocery store. A lot of
2: people punch out when this song comes on, but I, I leave it going because I, I just see, love I, the feel of it. I, I love the groove. I, I love was, his playing. It's a shitty turn it off, recording. I but
5: mentally I kind of was like, he said what he needed to say, and this is just like... A, well, it didn't... I don't know. And I, I, I don't not appreciate it, but it just didn't... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say it.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to follow the template of what you guys do, and I really got through the song. Wait, we have a template? Well, if you listen to what you guys do.
5: Wait, people listen to what we do?
4: I mean, two of us do. There's at least three of us.
5: (laughs) There's way more than I ever imagined. Ah, (laughs) And they're all in Europe.
2: That's right. They're in Belgium and Ireland. No,
4: European.
5: Actually, after the Astrid episode, they might not listen anymore because we started off with Mike telling a whole story about St. Patrick's Day.
2: That was in Boston.
4: That's true.
5: Yeah.
2: That was Boston
5: Boston. Irish. Yeah. It doesn't count.
4: I gave the the weird audience-recorded song a try, and I love it, and it didn't end up on my bottom. Okay. You know. Yeah, me neither. I really like it. It didn't. It's nowhere near my bottom.
5: I think Neil just loves the blues. I just don't think this song fit this album as as much as the rest of them. And I, again, the whole idea behind this album seems to be it's it's kind of a broken arrow. It's kind of you don't really know where it's aiming anyway, and it's it it's kind of unfinished. And it, it, this one to me, I so I guess <laughs> if that's what Neil's going for, this song solidified it. Because if he had put Interstate, it would have it would have been very cohesive mm-hmm. and very.
2: I'm convinced someone. He said he was going to do that, and someone said, that's perfect. People will love that. Yeah, I think and then right. he just went, oh. Yeah.
4: No, I <laughs> fuck that.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck
2: that shit. Fucking <laughs> Neil.
5: <laughs> Actually, this whole song's about the movie with Christian Slater and John Travolta, Broken Arrow. Oh, Jesus. Oh,
4: God.
2: This was my uh, soundtrack, but I they rejected it, so for I just made it face off.
5: <laughs> Has anyone seen Broken Arrow? I wonder if that still holds up. I doubt it. You've got to have. I don't it think on VHS. I've ever seen it.
4: I
2: don't.
1: What is it? I'll look it
5: up. It's a movie called Broken Arrow with Christian Slater and John Travolta. Uh,
1: I don't know about it. Imagine a movie and with.
2: Uh, Hugh, isn't Huey Long in that? Not Huey Long. Uh, Huey this? The news. The guy from the football player from Charlestown. Howie Long. Howie Long. There it is. is he? Yeah, he, or, yeah, he's in that too. Or
5: is he in? Um, the one with the masks. Fucking uh...
2: face off. No, not face off. Cats no. mask.
5: Oh, no, the <laughs> other one that's just...
4: mask. <laughs> the one with the, the, one with the uh, mask.
2: That wasn't a mask, Luke, you asshole.
4: Put a mask that on his that guy face. and then stick a bird that. on it. Put
1: a bird on it, put a mask <laughs> on it. There it's Stoltz. <laughs> right. Or He's, the mask. Yeah, Howie
5: Long is in it. Yeah. <laughs> Good call, Mike.
2: Uh, all right, let's uh, top three. Who's ready to go?
5: I'm, I got him. All right. My three is loose change. My two is scattered. And my one is big time.
4: Anyone else: right. I got all right. My three is music arcade, my two is loose change, and my one is scattered.
3: Okay
2: um, My one is slip away. My two is big time, and my three is loose change
1: yeah'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm also to be that guy. I, I am the first three songs as well. Um, Number three is Loose Change, two is Slip Away, and one is Big Time. Yeah. Scattered and Music Arcade were hard for me to not put in, but...
5: Music Arcade was... was Yeah. That and uh, Slip Away were like a close fourth for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I
4: picked them as just residual favorites for me. Yeah, well, that's what we're supposed to, was, to do. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah.
5: Uh, yeah, you pick what's personal to you, and, yeah, what, yeah, you and pick then what we you shit like. on it. Like, yeah, and then uh, we say, hey, I'll you know, shit on what
4: you Billy Joel you could pick. write better songs yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah, fucking Billy Joel. <laughs> you
5: give us an opinion that's strictly personal to you... You may be you, right, and then yeah. we shit on But I them. may be crazy.
1: That's it. That was what started it all. That's the best one Bring it back around.
5: My cut song was the last one, was the Jimmy Reed tune. Hmm. And I, again, didn't not enjoy it. It just I enjoyed the rest
1: more, so...
2: My cut song is uh, "This Town."
1: Okay. I think mine is "Changing Highways." Okay. I, I get that it I after doing this episode I felt a little differently because you made a good point, Mike, about how he is kind of change. You know,
2: the whole album changes after yeah, that. It's I, like one kind of like yeah, but you know, it wasn't. Jam. It wasn't
1: enough for me to not. I just want to hear it somewhere else. I love the song. Makes I, I like it. I just I don't okay. know. Okay. I it, yeah. I mean it was either that or the the Jimmy Reed, but I like I I like listening to that. I like man. that. And I think too, it works yeah. on this album. Yeah. I think
4: it works on it. So Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh I think my cut now is Changing Highways, but I love, love, love it. And then I don't know who before just said this town. This town became my like number four. Okay. I really love it. My cut song, I guess, now is Changing Highways. That's my decision. There you go. It's fine. All right. You're allowed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for uh, being on the podcast. Yeah, man. Thanks for And thanks for bringing the Italian sub. It was delicious. It was good, It was Presto Pizza. Presto
4: Presto Pizza. Pizza.
2: In in Lunenburg. Lunenburg, yes. Give them a shout-out. Right near
5: where Whalem used to be. Whalum
2: Park used to be. Well, good Italian sub. They've I liked a it. Yeah.
5: Pizza yeah. place and a record. What's a next liquor week? Liquor store.
2: Next week. It um, was a
5: monster episode, but, but after that, are we do, we're we doing Year of the Horse, right? Yes. Okay. And yeah.
1: then it would be that. Yeah. Maybe we can get Jarmouche on.
2: Yeah, really? <laughs> Let's go for Jarmouche. Why liked not? It can't yeah. hurt. Shit, ask. man. You should ask. Um, thank you for listening to Long May You Young. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Long May you Young. You can find us on Facebook, and also uh, we post on the Neil Young subreddit on Reddit. Uh, am I missing any other social media there? I don't think so. So go to our Instagram? website. Yep. Uh, go to our website, longmayyoungpodcast.com. You can buy merch. You can uh, message us. You can read the blog, Long May You Blog Blog. And uh, there's all sorts of stuff to do at longmayyoungpodcast.com. We're part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. And Home
5: uh, to so many great music podcasts. A lot of great ones. Including the Mistress Carrie podcast. That's right.
2: Mistress Carrie podcast is awesome. And, Check out the uh, Performance Anxiety podcast. And Mike,
5: you say Mistress Carrie like your sister, but I'll say but she's always a woman to me.
2: And scene.
5: <laughs> From an Italian restaurant. Oh, stop. Just stop. That was <laughs> cool. la
1: la la.